Podcast like a motherfucker. Cocoa chocolate out. <laughs> Sound like a fucking hipster or some shit. I mean, okay, so Henry was just like looking at his package and be like, is it fair trade? Is it organic? Yeah, this is the one I always get. That I, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like fucking hippie, come on. No, but I want, you know, I want to save the penguins and I'm all yeah. about the fair trade stuff. Saving the penguins and the people so in the Amazons. So penguins main people in the Amazons. That sounds like actually like a good motivation. As long as, as long as you don't say save the pandas, then I'm fine. The pandas can the pandas are shit. Yeah, I sorry, pandas are fucking shit. Okay, let's start. Um welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode forty three. Thank you, customer. I forgot and we we've <laughs> recorded it twice now. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely forty three though. So this episode is gonna be like um a WTC World Team Championship episode. Yeah. Slash Casimir and Copenhagen episode. Yeah, <laughs> slash random shit. Slash random shit, yeah. So, today we're going to have lots of interviews from the WTC that I went to this class month. That's the one with less is yours. Okay. Pretty, pretty <laughs> sure, dude. Yeah, so I went to WTC uh, two weekends ago. Really, really good tournament. Had a lot of fun. Um, and... So I did a lot of interviews while I was there, yeah. and so that part is going to go in after the introduction, and then I think after that we'll Casimir will join the podcast, and yeah. I'll put in whatever. I'm not here yet. No, <laughs> post posthumously, and then I'll put in the section that we record tonight. So yeah, yeah. Um, just for the introduction, we have a few things to go over. The first thing is our competition Ooh. that we started. Last episode. Yeah, which is ages ago. I don't even remember what the competition was. I, re- I remember that I couldn't participate in it. That's why I remember. You could participate. No, no, you told me explicitly that oh, I'm okay. not allowed to participate. Okay, then you couldn't participate. Yeah. So we do have a, we do have a winner. Ooh. Uh, the competition was for last sword miniature models. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the was... winner of our competition will receive one or two last, last sword miniature uh, highborn elf character models of their choice. Cool. Oh, they get to choose as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's a few on their website. Yeah. And the competition was to send in a picture of a cinematic. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I cinematic scene with, with your using your models. Yeah. So, let me show you the the picture that is going to be the winner, Casimir. Cool. And you can describe it to our adoring fans. So, here is our our winner. So, it is a Dread Elf army, like, assaulting a Warriors of Dark Gods army, with uh, the Dread Elves in, uh, in focus. And they, uh, they have this um, gold and blue scheme, kind of uh, gold, like, dinosaurs, uh, or blue dinosaurs, rather, and gold armor, uh, with a big, uh, big cauldron and stuff for... Is it called cauldron? Mm. Yeah. Uh, in the middle. Alter. Yeah, altar, right? Yeah, that's Drink. the thing. Yeah, exactly. I thought so. I, f- I thought something <laughs> was wrong with that. Of this really like striking white hair on uh, on the dread of moles, 
which is really it's nice. Like, it's like a, a battle scene. Yeah. It's something that you might see, might have seen in an old army book. So it's what yeah, it they're kind of like lined of. up yeah. uh, against each other, which is really nice with like a like on a two, nice map. Two lines kind of crashing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really nice actually. Yeah. So good job to Andy. Yeah. Who uh, who sent us this? So Andy will get in touch with you and. Uh, and let you, let you know how you can make an order with Last Sword yeah. and give you and some... I, I hope he will bastardize them and make them into Dreadal uh, <laughs> characters. <laughs> but Probably. I think he has... A, doesn't he have a, a Hybron Elf army on the way, though? Yeah, um, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Do you, you don't like High Elves that much? No, well, drink and no. Oh, fuck. Have, have you seen the recent meme? Posted by Fury. No, no, I I haven't been on the forum like uh, for for forever. I feel. Okay, like. we should also talk about this meme. We should yeah. address this meme. Ooh, oh wait wait wait! Was it the one that was uh, linked yeah. in our chats? Yeah. Yeah, I might have seen it. I this one I really liked. <laughs> so maybe you'd like to you'd like to uh, describe, this describe well. it if if it's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, it was. I haven't got a link, but you okay, you know anyway, which one it was. So it is. So for our more astute internet uh, listeners, they might might have known about the. Uh, four black guys and one like a white girl meme uh, so it's this it's from this terrible porno where there's this like little uh, uh, like what this little white girl with braces who's sitting in a sofa and then there's like four like giant black dudes standing by like behind her <laughs> looking and menacing basically and uh, and basically what he done is that the um, the girl has a hibernate logo on it and then all over the, her boobs oh uh, yeah over her boobs and then all the other logos of all the other armies are across the black dudes <laughs> just standing around her looking at her which i don't agree with but i think it's really fucking funny so you're saying that you don't think the high elves are the worst army at the moment no because i mean that's that is bullshit and it's just, you think that i i think anybody who says that high elves is in a terrible place right now just doesn't really like it's either taking the piss or doesn't know what they're doing when they play okay that's my opinion <laughs> given i haven't played for like three months but <laughs> but as that is my opinion okay in in the wtc the high one after the worst okay like how by how much of a margin i don't know okay i think it was didn't know that i think they were like the lowest significantly at least okay like in, sure. in like in the point scored yeah or? point scored yeah. yeah i mean it is also a question of i mean is can you reflect on a team format but i don't know do hybrid elves usually have a like a scoring role in a team or do they have a defensive defensive role, role. which usually means that they have less points yeah but did they they had less points than warps yeah that is okay so that does say something that i didn't know but still i don't agree in a singles environment <laughs> Okay. I'll just put that caveat out okay. there. <laughs> I think I think it's a, a very interesting debate on this. Yeah. I think that's for later in the episode. <laughs> after after the second bottle of wine. Okay. The second thing I want to talk about is uh, a Kickstarter that's going on at the moment. Yeah. It's called. I'm gonna recite from memory. Help us make 28mm hull plastic fawns part of your gaming collection, please. There was no please, but... <laughs> that's uh, that's the title. Yeah, that's the fucking title of the Kickstarter. So if, if you go on Kickstarter and search fawns... Yeah, F-A-U-N. S. No. Okay. Fawns. Or <laughs> you, can, you can probably find it. Or fawn miniatures or something yeah. like that. You'll find it. Um, I've actually backed this. 
Just now before we started. Just now before we started. It's open today, the 10th of May. Yep, that's the date. And I guess it's running for... Like 30 more days. However many many days a Kickstarter runs for. I think it's usually 30, 31 days. Okay, so 30 days, whatever, one month. Um, Basically what they're doing is making 28mm fawn models. Yeah. These are perfect if you want beast herd models. Yeah, I would say so. And I, these are the best beast herd models I've seen outside yeah. Games Workshop. Yeah, like the quality Mercia. of the sculpting seems very good. Actually, yeah. they're a little small. Yeah, like I mean, not I would say f- like thin. They're, yeah, they're kind of thin, but yeah. they're tall enough. But they're like a little yeah, thin. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, they look like slightly elven in that sense. Yeah, they're like very slight, yeah. but they're still quite. They're still nicely sculpted. They have yeah. lots of weapons options. Yeah, like you both can, female and male balls. Yeah, female and male. You can give them spears, you can give them shields, you give them paired weapons. Yeah. You, you can give them, I think there's bows maybe as well. Yeah, yeah, bows also. So there's lots of different options for them. Um, the the sculpt looks really high quality. You get like a proper sprue with all the options on. Yeah, so it's like it's a proper injection molded uh, yeah. plastic basically. Yeah. I'm guessing this is made by the Renandra, Renandra company. Which is the other, it's like a company which does a lot of the other injection mold for like uh, plastic historical miniatures okay. and stuff. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it looks like it at least, but I'm not sure. Because yeah. that's like if you go to Shield Wolf or something like that, they have that company producing for them. Okay, interesting. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's out there on Kickstarter now. Um, the guy, he has a Facebook group. I think it's called Injection Molded Forms or something like that. Okay. Um, and he's really active on there. And he's That's replying. Nice. Like I've been posting, I've been sending him some messages and stuff. And yeah. he's been replying to me like pretty re- pretty re- regularly. Like every day I get a reply if I post something. So oh, nice. ask questions. Okay. And he seems like a really nice guy. And also he's doing centaurs and minotaurs. Yeah, like if uh, if he gets enough money for yeah. the project. So I think it was, uh, what was it, like 30,000? I think it was 11,000 for Minotaurs okay, and, and 30, 20, 20 for okay. Centaurs. Yeah, something like that. So so if enough people back them, then yeah. everyone's going to get like loads of free shit, yeah. which is I, great. I think it's funded at 10,000 or 10, 000, something yeah. like that. So, so yeah, go on, check it out if you're into B-side models or you, yeah. you're looking for some alternative wild horns or mongrels. Yeah, exactly. I'll also put a link on the show notes. They they reminded me a lot about the um this uh this fawn or satire in um in Pan's Labyrinth. You remember? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They look kind of in that style. Yeah, I would say. I would I would agree. It also reminded me a little bit of like Narnia, like the oh yeah yeah, yeah. like the the fawns or satires in Narnia. Yeah, not and the stupid one in the beginning, but uh, <laughs> it's like the, 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 yeah, he's like <laughs> short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So interesting stuff. So. Right now, we I'm gonna go straight into the WTC coverage. Yep. Uh, we'll probably start with Ricardo and I in the car, or my I can't remember how I started it. Maybe like waking <laughs> up in the morning, like really early, like really hungry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. But um, Casimir and I will be back afterwards uh, with a recap over the WTC. So it's about 5.22 in the morning, 5.29 in the morning, and I'm in Hamburg for the work, or well, I have been for the last week, and at last minute, um, one of my friends in Hamburg asked me if I wanted to go to the WTC, the World Team Championship, 
and it was only uh, all I had to do was change my flight back to Copenhagen. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. So it's a uh, Saturday morning. Um, he couldn't, unfortunately, he couldn't drive us there on Friday night for the opening, um, which would have been really nice. But it's okay. So we're just gonna shoot down over from Hamburg to Hereford, which is about a two-hour drive. He says on the autobahn. That's autobahn. Um, yeah. And we're going to join some teams who were missing players because we didn't have a team or anything to start with. And, uh, yeah, just see how it goes. So hopefully this is going to be the start of my WTC championship coverage. Um, I am playing Highborn Elves and my friend Ricardo is playing Orcs. I'm going to probably ask him about his list as we go in the car if he's not too tired. Um, what happened was... Last night, um, we got a message from the guys in Team Great Britain, uh, Jack Austin and Colin Power and Risto. Who else was on the team? Mm, there was someone else who I know as well. Um, unfortunately, um, Jack Chapman of the Thundercock podcast had forgot his passport, so they needed a player. And as I am playing with Colin on Team Ireland for the ETC this year. They asked me if I was happy to play, and of course I said yes. Unfortunately, uh, Team Norway have also not got... Uh, also need a player for some reason. So um, they also asked me if I could play for them, and uh, I suggested my friend Ricardo, who is taking me, uh, but the problem is that he already has an orc army, and because it's a team tournament of five people, you can't have a duplicate army on the team. So what we're going to do is I am going to play for Team Norway, and Ricardo is going to play for Team GB. Um, yeah. And that's it. And I'll tell you my list, actually, when I get in the car, because I need to get my shit together before Ricardo arrives. So, yeah. Uh, enjoy the show um, hopefully I'm going to do a lot of recording this weekend, talk to lots of people yeah, it's early and I've had a really long week of work so let's see what happens come on, it's fine your English is much better than you think I'm not drunk, not okay. <laughs> you just explained it to me. You can, <laughs> I'm driving, sorry. <laughs> You're driving before as well. <laughs> don't, don't talk to the bus driver. <laughs> so, Ricardo, thank you for taking me to the, the World Tea Championship. Thank you for driving. Yeah, no problem. You're, you're playing Orcs today. Uh, yeah, I play Orcs today. What's real what? Orcs? Real Orcs. <laughs> What's your list? Um, I play three units, uh, so three units on chariot, um, snootlings, wild orcs, and a koa, um, uh, feral, feral orcs. Feral orcs. Are they with spears? Yeah, with spears, shields. Yeah. Um, What's your character setup? Oh, two wizard masters, uh, goblins on scuttler, spider. So, so both on big, big spiders? No, 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 no. 
Scuttler spiders is Scut- normal. Scuttler spiders is small spiders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Better. And uh, what what are the masses? What paths do they have? Um, pyro, pyro, yeah, pyromancy, uh, pyromancy, and uh, then witchcraft and uh, traumaturgy. Uh, I don't know. On an adept, or is it? Oh, is it on essence of free mind? Yeah, yeah essence of free mind. So you have witchcraft and thaumaturgy on essence. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Is, is, is that something that you see a lot in Germany? No. No. It's, it's, a, it's your own. Uh, it's your own little combo. It's a, it's a bad combo. It's a best combo. You think? Uh, I can play versus all uh, elves. Yeah. I win. I can play versus uh, uh, B- Ballerbogen, uh, sh- shooting. Yeah. Armies, it's okay. Cool. And uh, do you have any fighty characters? Um, I have an Iron Orc yeah. on Warboar with uh, Turex Guard. Turex Guard. Yeah. So, uh, you have Toughness 6, uh, Shady Shankins, and uh, Pan of Protection. Okay. And then uh, he can fighting in a combat round with other with other uh, characters. Yeah. And uh, they have. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. So, cool. uh, uh, so Do you have PSP? Uh, a goblin on Scuttler, spider. Right. Cool. Uh, with this banner, banner of discipline. Yeah. And they stay in a core unit of uh, eight spider riders. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So they just sit at the back and run around and just make sure they don't die. <laughs> no, no. I stay in, uh, on the side of the okay. other army. Okay. Cool. And what else is in the list? You see, in the core you've got the feral orcs with spears, uh, and the scuttler spiders, uh, and gobbles, uh, yeah, yeah, goblins, just uh, uh, lock, yeah, no, white goblins or feral goblins, forest goblins, forest goblins, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same with uh, eight names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else? Yeah, spears. Yeah, and then and then special and and. Uh, I don't know, do you have a, another spider, uh, a big spider? Or? No, no, um, I play uh, nine feral orcs on Warboar. Yeah. And this is uh, the bus for the general. That's okay. Cool. And uh, you were telling me about your strategy with the Grotlings? Um, the Grotlings, uh, I can place this in the middle of the game. Because they're scouts, the, right? Uh, scouts? Yeah. And uh, they have a forward. Uh, they can move uh, on 12 inches uh, to the line of the of the other army. Yeah. And then, so, so you scout them 12, and then move them 12 again on the first turn in front of the army. And then I can walk 8 inches, and yeah. uh, I can block. Yeah. So you, you can block. You can basically choose a unit or two to block, and then move up behind the grotlings and make sure that you're going to get like a long charge in. In or even even a short charge. <laughs> I have four long charges on uh, 18 inches. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what That's are? Because oh, you have all the chariots and the big unit of boars. So the three units of chariots and then a big pack of orcs and boars. So they move up behind and then you only have to ensure that you're more than 12 inches away from the grotlings and out of charge range. And then you have the witchcraft as well. So that allows you to either increase your charge range or decrease their charge range with the attribute, the evil eye. So you're saying most of your games are over by turn two because you just yeah turn two or charging. turn three yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, the the capex makes the job. Yeah. 
all guys uh, will shoot and uh, witchcraft uh, stops us. Yeah, and you also have the other spells in witchcraft you said to, to limit your opponent in stopping what you're trying to do, like the movement spell and and the twisted effigy. And a little bit of uh, on players can uh, handle witchcraft, that's all. Um, all have a army concept on block or rush. Yeah. And uh, witchcraft is uh, in the middle. Okay, stops both. Cool. Interesting. And uh, what's your what's your prediction for for the tournament? You're playing with the, uh, the guys play, in yeah. the Irish team, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the Welsh uh, team. Yeah, f fifty points is okay. Yeah. All other is uh, good. Okay. Really good. <laughs> so that the expectation is fifty points. That's the, that's the goal. <laughs> um, the, the problem is the tournament has uh, really, really, really good players, and the last time I have no this time for playing what I want. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. And uh, my list is the Highborn Elf list. Um, we have the D Mage on uh, on the on the dragon. On the dragon, yeah. The Order of the Fiery Heart on Alchemy this time. So trying something a little bit different. I was playing Pyromancy before a lot. And uh, the the Wizard has the Talisman of the Void, so I get Channel Three. And you were laughing at me. You like you have Swordmasters <laughs> in your list. Yeah, Swordmasters. But maybe you'll understand after I explain the list. Yeah, but, but but no no other player on the tournament plays Swordmasters in a big block. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe I'm doing something wrong, but may, or maybe I'm just like ahead of the meta. Who, who knows? <laughs> yeah. So at least in in Denmark there's not much shooting, but we'll we'll get to it. So it has Talisman of the Void for an extra veil token, um, and the the kind of the combo with the dragon is that with the Order of the Fiery Heart. When you when you cast a spell, the dragon gains two attacks and plus one advance. Uh, so it's range five. Strength six. Six. Okay, that's okay. So that's seven attacks, which is pretty tasty. It also has flaming attacks. But um, the, what is the Kampfgeschick? Um, the combo, combat uh, power. So it's a, so the wep weapon skill five. Weapon skill, yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, okay, offensive okay. skill five and uh, strength six. Yes, okay. So, and you also can get reroll to wound because you have flaming attacks and you need to get one alchemy spell off to get yeah. flaming attack to flammable on the opponent. So, it, the dragon can fight quite well and it gets the extra advance rate usually, so it makes it a bit faster, you can get your charges more easily. Then I have the Master of Cranberry Tower, and he's got the book and an and a obsidian rock, a great weapon, and Dragonforged armor. Yeah. So, he's the BSB and he sits in the Queen's Guard normally. Or if I'm playing someone who wants to magic the Swordmasters, then I can put him in the Swordmasters and get magic rest too. Yeah, so, okay. so that that can work as well. In core, I have uh, the spear, the spears, citizen spears, 32 full command flaming banner, and then 25 sea guards and full command flaming banner. I'm not sure about the sea guards. I haven't really decided if I like them, but. They, they can have spears, yeah. yeah, they have spears. And bows is okay. And, bows, and yeah. they can uh, shoot on the other unit. Uh, yeah, cover volley. Cover volley, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's okay. Yeah, it I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. For me, it's like more like I don't think I can get much more out of the court. Yeah. Like I can, I can have a smaller unit of archers and a smaller unit of spears for the same price as the sea guard. But then I don't get the cover volley. I get more shots with the sea guard. 
and they fight slightly better with a defensive score yep. five. Yep, yep. So I think it's I think it's a slightly better than taking separate units. So that's kind of my my theory, and it's like a nice ranked unit anyway. So um, it was it's better with pyromancy because you can put the flaming swords on them. Uh, but you can play the first. Uh, Druidism and uh, Shamanism you can play, or? Yeah, with the Crown Rig Tower you can have Shamanism. Zeds on the yeah. Sword Master Zeds is a shit. <laughs> yeah, Trem 6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can also get reroll to wound on the Sword Masters. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is actually yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, yeah, that's, true. So, yeah uh, that's, that's the characters. And uh, the plus two to the first spell is really nice. Because it means I can two dice the hereditary spell, and I always take the hereditary spell in the BSB, which is a little different yeah. to what other people are doing. Yeah, yeah for four life points saved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you get veil token. You uh, get yeah. you get a veil token for casting the spell. Yeah. And I channel three, yeah. so I get quite a lot of veil tokens anyway. And um, so usually I'm having two veil tokens in the pool at some point. So that means that I can save four swordmasters from dying. Yeah. So that's kind of the that's the combo of the swordmasters, the BSB, and the wizard. So extra veil token, the book of arcane power, and the BSB to give plus two to cast, yeah. making it really easy to cast the hereditary spell. It's on a seven, and seven. It's on a ten. Yeah. You reduce it by two. Yeah, yeah. High elves. Yeah, okay. Because you're annual high elves. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's a seven. So it's a two dice. It's a little risky. But uh, but it, it can work really well sometimes, and people don't see it. It's like oh, I've got two dice left in the magic phase, just and you need that spell, just roll it, and hopefully you'll get it. Yeah. And then uh, it's obviously risky, but it's a really nice combo. Also, three dice is pretty safe. Then I shoot on your squad masters and uh, win the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in core I have the spears and the sea guards, and then special is. 21 sword, ma 21 sword masters with navigated banner. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I, I think what? even though with the sword masters you kind of want to go in and kill stuff. Uh, all, all guys uh, make a hit on five plus, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you're, oh, so, yeah, that's okay. so you're actually like limiting that damage again. So yeah, if, yeah. if you can get if you can get the hereditary spell up, uh, then in combat they don't take much damage, so they can actually grind quite well. Yeah. So you just have to get them to combat. <laughs> uh, and then he has the breath attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this happens a lot as well. <laughs> That's a trigger. Yeah. So it, it works sometimes. And then I have the, the Rhymonites with a champion and musician. And what else do I have on my list? And then 14 Queen's Guard with the banner of Bakami. Oh. So this gives me another Veil token. The, the standard. Yeah. The Veil token from. Uh, the opposite. Exactly, from yeah. the opponents. Yeah, opponents, yeah. Okay. yeah. And full command. And they also have spears, which gives me another combat unit. And they're, they're actually pretty good at fighting. And then uh, the mandatory eagle and a sky sloop. <coughs> sky sloop? Yeah. So, stay on the tournament, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my list as well. Um, we're on the way to uh, Hereford now. I think we should be there in about two hours. So, yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll give you more updates as we go throughout the day, and hopefully it will be a really good tournament. How many people are going to be there, do you know? Uh, Is it 300 or something? 330. 330. 
So it's, it's actually supposed to be like the and biggest got, event ever, we, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> we're hot and uh, we, we play in an in a, in a ice hall. In an ice hockey rink, yeah, right? Yeah. So it should be little, maybe a little bit cold. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'll be skating around between the tables. <laughs> Let me know when you come here on the organizer. Oh you are? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm actually I'm actually going to Serbia the week before to have like a bit of a holiday. Okay. So maybe you could recommend me some places. Sure, whatever, whatever, whatever what would you like to do? What uh, is your oh, I don't know. Like uh, you tell me what I don't, you're you're local, so. You... Well, in in uh, in Novi Sad, there's uh, lots of good food, a uh, lot of places you know to go out if you're like partying and stuff. Yeah. Then it's okay. Uh, I think my, my plan is to go to Belgrade for a few days. Okay, for the, that's for also the week, fine. For the weekend before. It's also fine. And then. Um, a lot of good parties in Belgrade, yeah. Some sightseeing also. Yeah, and then uh, we have basically like. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We have three days that we Maybe can do whatever we like. We have offered, just a suggestion, we have offered on the, on the website some tours. Yeah. Uh, maybe you would like, it's not really, uh, you know, big money. Yeah. And maybe you can sign up to some of those tours. It, it okay. might be interesting. There's a tour in Novi Sad that you do in a few hours. There, there's a fortress. Uh, there's some underground stuff yeah. you know, that you might want to look. Uh, also, uh, walk around town. And if you want to go more in Serbia to spend a day on a round trip to see some castles and some Roman stuff and like that, that would also be very good. Yeah. Uh, because the guy that we talked, it's a friend of mine, he's a very good guide. He studied actually history. Okay, awesome. And so historian. Yeah, and, and he likes to tell stories from that point. That's why I like to go with him. So it's a good thing. Also, uh, he has some wine tours that also might be interesting for you, you know? Very uh, interesting. I have yeah. a wine company, so for me it's... <laughs> you know? <laughs> What's Serbian wine like? Cool. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff you should try down. Okay. okay? You will... Uh, maybe you should write down my mail. Yeah, I will. I will get and, it after. And we'll be in touch and uh, I'll see with either with Serjan or we'll come. I'm sorry that... <laughs> There will be a lot of people and I will be really yeah, busy of course, of and course. I, I would like to take it myself. But if you come <laughs> any other time, then we can go together. I appreciate that. Uh, so, uh, you'll see. Uh, just, just write my mail and I will see what, what, can, what do you want and we will find something, definitely. Yeah. Okay. okay, so um, we're, we're, we're live on the we're recording already. Okay. We're sneaky, sneaky okay. start sneaky, already. Sneaky, okay. So, uh, Vladimir yes. from Team Serbia. Yes. Thank you very much for the game. It's been really fun. How do, you, how do you feel the game went, if you want to just sum it up in a couple of sentences? Well, I was uh, really afraid of the dragon, you know? I haven't <laughs> seen uh, dragons in a ton of years, because there was a lot of machines, and dragon was... He fears the machines, and so there's a lot of less dragons on the tournament lately. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen any ages, and also I haven't seen high elves also a long time ago. We are a very small community in Serbia, actually. Okay. Uh, so, I was afraid of the dragon, and I was not really aware these swordmasters are such a badass. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're really. They're pretty good, right? They're pretty good. But you know, I did my best. I'm, I, I, I think that I'm pretty lucky that I g even got these seven points. <laughs> really. I think maybe if we'd uh, if we played uh, six turns, it would it would be a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be much better for you. That's true. Um, how did you think the matchup was before you before we started? What did you rate the matchup as? 
Uh, well, to, I haven't seen your army. Yeah, because I'm, sta I'm a stand-in. So. You're a stand-in, so, uh, but you know what? I always think of Sky Elves as soft. Yeah. You know, squishy. <laughs> I think for me, it was, a, it was a bad matchup. I was like, oh no, I got the beast herds. We were looking, because obviously uh, I literally turned up 10 minutes before the game. Yeah. And he was like, which armies don't you want to play? And I was like, the beast herds and the orcs. And I was like, sorry, you got the beast herds. Fuck. <laughs> but you played it well. You played it really well. Thank you. Thank you. Those ambushes, they, they, they were scary, like four units in my back. It is a good thing that this this thing I, I have a lot of Vanguard, and I get this ambush coming out in the first round. Yeah. And a lot of people got stuck and surprised there because suddenly I'm here. Yeah. I'm charging on most of the times on my first round yeah. with the Vanguard and doing a lot of damage, and people are quite surprised with that. Yeah. I think I was quite lucky with the Queen's Guards. Oh yeah. Because I fled and I fled three inches. I was like, oh no, they're gonna die. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I could charge in my chariot. I was like, oh, I didn't see that. And then you're like. <laughs> Oh, it's just out of range. It's like, whoo! <laughs> and then you, then you didn't even, then you didn't quite get me on the, on the distance. Uh, hey, yeah. buddy, how's it going? How uh, many points is that? The, the, the Queen's, Queen's Guard. Guard. I think they're like 400 points. They're expensive. expensive. And against yeah. you, they did like absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely really nothing. nothing. Yeah. But the banner is nice and somewhere to carry it. And <laughs> I think the Swordmasters, they kind of combo with the banner really well. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Like because you get the extra bill token, so it kind of adds to the. Uh, it really adds to the combo of the swordmasters because the swordmasters die so easy. So easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you can heal them, then then yeah. it's good. Yeah, and that's the reason. That's the reason. Kind of the combo in the army. With the the banner and the extra channel. I can say I can say that I learned a lot in this game, and that's important. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, hopefully you can listen to yourself on the show. Oh, what, what, what's it's the show? It's an Amazon podcast. Okay, you will write me down in the mail. I will write, I will write you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. So do you want to you introduce yourself? Um, my name is uh, Alexander and I play for the Norwegian ETC team. Maybe a little louder. I play for the Norwegian ETC team. <laughs> So Alexander has introduced me to the fact that there's free beer all day. Is it free beer all day for two days or just yeah, a day? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's an awesome event. This is. <laughs> he just like walked over to the bar and picked up, just opened two beers, and I was like, "It's free." <laughs> are you, Are you sure? Are you for real? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I, I had no idea it was like free beer. Like, Did you read the sign? I literally got here, went to the table, played a game, and talked talk to you. So, <laughs> so Alexander is uh, one of my five, four teammates on Team Norway. How how would you guys normally do at ETC? Uh, like middle of the pack. I middle think, of the pack. Okay. Over the middle of the pack. And we. So this is my this is my first year, so I don't have okay. that much okay. experience. So. And what army do you play? I play the Vermin Swarm, of course. Of course. <laughs> And what, do you have uh, any tricks? <laughs> Lots. Lots of tricks. Lots. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't say all the tricks. Oh, so save it for the ETC. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what, how was your first game go? We just finished round one. Yeah, it was dicey as fuck. Dicey, yeah? Yeah. Um, I have a good matchup on paper, but I, I lost uh, 11 to 9 versus uh, a demon uh, army. So. Okay. Um, it's not the worst, but I, I should okay. have gotten at least uh, 13 on paper. Okay. 
it happens. But eleven nine is okay. But you were playing with an army you didn't compose yourself. No, no, I, the the army is my own army. That is. It's my own list. All right. It's probably similar to what I'll be playing at ETC. Mm. Um, but I'm borrowing models from uh, my friends. Yeah. And how did you do? I got thirteen seven in a bad, a very bad matchup. <laughs> so I, I was very happy, and it probably would have been more had we played full game. So. I'm I'm pretty happy with that result. And I, I, how did it, how did we do as a team? I don't know. We we won 51 to 49. That's good. It's a win. Yeah. You don't need more. Yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm really happy. So hopefully we get a, don't get a too hard team next round. Yeah, we have to we have to crush it next round. Yeah. <laughs> just to get up there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And have you been to the tournament before? I went to the Luxembourg tournament. Okay, and it's a similar format? Yeah, it was just the same. Is it free beer? No. Uh. But it's cheap, cheap, cheap beer. Cheap beer. Cheap beer. Okay, so this one is, is a little bit better than Luxembourg just because they have free beer. Lots better because of that free beer. Lots better. <laughs> the ETC next year will be in Luxembourg. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a good idea. I don't know, it was more interesting than somewhere else maybe. But it's very expensive. In Luxembourg. I don't know. It is? Yeah, it's like Norwegian prices. Really? Yeah. Oh, so man. everything's expensive. So for all of Europe to go to Luxembourg and pay lots of money, it's probably not going to be the best nightlife. Okay. And that's very important, of course. <laughs> Isn't that like yeah, of 50% of yeah. the tournament? So the Norwegian, we're just a live recording now on the podcast. So Norwegian captain has just joined us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Sabern. Uh, I play the Warriors of Dark Gods here in Erfurt this weekend. So far, I got a, a hit off the field with a 7.13 against the Inferno Doors, rolled out of the box, but okay. But, but, we, but as a team, we did well. As a team, we won. Major victory, 51-20-49. <laughs> that's really good. A major victory. Major. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and how long have you been the captain of Norway? Well, I was the captain last year uh, in Zagreb. Um, this year, uh, we have picked the captain who isn't playing. Uh, so I'm, I'm now demoted to vice captain. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, how many years have you been on the team? Uh, I joined the team in Athens, 2016, was it? Yeah. 2016. So this is this will be a third year. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in Salamanca because I got married that weekend. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was in Athens and Zagreb, and now Novi Nice, nice, cool. And uh, Alexander just told me that we get free beer. Yeah. Right, we basically pay what is seventy pounds for free free food and free beer for the entire weekend and the event. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and and the food looks really good as well. So uh, I'm quite excited. It's a bit of a long queue, but it's okay. What are you gonna do? You're gonna serve food to seven hundred people. <laughs> it's a free beer at ETC as well. It costs one one pound one euro per piece. Or I, th I think I think you'll manage. <laughs> Team are you on? Yeah, this is Rasmus from Amazon Podcast. Yeah, the Danish team two. Denmark two, I think we called. Yeah. Cool. And you, you got 89 points. Yeah. Three, three points after uh, who, did you, who did you play against? Uh, some French guys. French ETC team or French Me guys? French guys. Medi okay. Medium players. Okay. So you smashed them. Yeah. But now we have to play uh, Furion's team. Awesome. So, <laughs> so we have to uh, make ready. Cool. 
hopefully you play against Furian and we can talk about the game. <laughs> that would be fun. Have you seen that the, uh, the Polish team, they're doing a survey on their own players? Really? How, how, how well they behave? That, that's, that's cool. So every player they have to play against, they will do a survey, they have to fill out the form to, to, to tell them how, win, how that, well they play, that's, like how... That's, so that's cool. Except that's really cool. fair play. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think they are cleaning up yeah. their lines. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And your yeah. first game went well? Yeah, 20 0. <laughs> I lost two units, two chat units. You play Empire, right? Yeah. Just usual stuff? Usual, usual list. Cool. Cool. Against Dreadolf. Uh, <laughs> at least you know the army. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know any playing against Poland this time? Is it you know because you're both the highest scorers? Yeah. Okay. But I have to go and make uh, make ready. Yeah. No worries. I'll see you later on. See you. How's it going? Uh, yeah, we lost three points by three points the last round. Fifty-three, forty-seven. It's okay. We got a Mr. Nan. Ricardo. Yeah. He's not pulling his weight now. Uh, but uh, this it'll, round, it'll this round, come through. he's come got to warm up his dice hands. Yeah, man. Yeah, no man. one tells me uh, it's a win or lose, and then I play. I play. It's fine. <laughs> to be fair, I looked over. I was starting my second turn, and then his game was over. Because so, <laughs> I looked over. What I tell you? Yeah. Have you deployed? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you, you, for first turn. He's like, yeah, I do that every game. I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. Got it. All right. It's fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. We fight. Now we have uh, Colin and uh, Marcus smash 15s last round. I went down 12. 12 8. Should have got a win really. Made a small mistake so early game. What army are you playing, Jack? UD. UD. So broken shit. Basically. Oh yeah, 100% broken. Uh, I've, got, I've got like my list tends to lose against the other UD list though because they've got catapults. And, and it was mirror match? No, I played B-sides. I, uh, I took 10 wounds off two Vortex in one turn. <laughs> Did you so kill him in there? It was like catapult, hit, wound, three wounds, next catapult, hit, wound, three wounds, divination. Oh, got a five. Oh, great. <laughs> five wounds, great. It's just, just deleting stuff different, right? Cool. Ping wounds off of the scouts, skeleton scout, five shots, wounded, four <laughs> Why not? Take it, take it. Yeah, take it. absolutely. I mean, I was expecting after TSC when I took off, the catapults took off. I think you did pretty well actually. Yeah, I came second. Yeah. yeah. Well, I took off like an avocado, five torazors. An avocado? An, an avocado. An avocado. <laughs> Two, That's what we should call them now. Five, something like five torazors, an avocado. Uh, Every time you say that, we're going to hit avocado. A, uh, a Kalim Titan, uh, a bull. That's what the that's what the was killed. Cool. So I was expecting this weekend them to misfire immediately. But then you got two hits, two wins straight off. Yeah. Cool. So six wins in one turn. So I'm like, all right, just keep going, guys. Nice. Um, don't you, don't you need to play well when you roll like that? Yeah. Did you know it's free beer all weekends? Yes. That's why I'm here. No one told me this until like an hour ago. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Introduce yourself, say what team you play for. Uh, I am Atem from Ukraine. I play, my first time is Orcs and Goblins, and my second army is Empire. Empire. And my second army is Empire. And uh, You're playing Empire today? What? You're playing Empire today? 
Yes, I'm the, playing Empire today. And the I play, uh, my this last year I'm playing on the Empire. Last ETC and next ETC I will be Empire player. Cool. And and you're playing for Team Ukraine? Yes, Team Ukraine. First Team Ukraine on VTC and Team Ukraine on ETC. Yeah. Nice. And uh, how long have you been playing for Team Ukraine? Hmm. As I, I, I play for Team Ukraine like for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life. I am from Ukraine. <laughs> I have no other team. No, but how long? How many years have you played? Oh, only two years. Like on tournaments abroad, only two years. Okay, cool. And uh, we, we, I had the pleasure to play against you today, just for game two. Thank you too. <laughs> um, it was a very abrupt game. What? A very fast game. Yes. Uh, you killed my dragon in the first turn. I think it was your mistake. Yeah, because I agree. You put dragon on two unring strikes and one cannon. I have like five spells who can kill your dragon yeah. in range. I, 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 I realized that um, as soon as you started casting magic. But I also forgot that you got extra range yeah. from the altar. On the altar, so it was 27 inches on the divination spell. 27 and mage 24, yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 missed, I missed that one. And it was the, sec the second one that got me. <laughs> it was a cannon actually that killed, killed the dragon in the end. Yeah, my last game, my two cannons did really nothing, no even hits. And this game was lucky for me. Yeah. So, this yeah. game. And uh, yeah, I should have I should have put the dragon in the other side yeah. to to stop you. I like use the impassable to yeah, avoid yeah. this one. And I was hoping you will be here. Yeah. So my tent will be, was here to hide from your alchemy mage yeah. because you will not put here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it, <laughs> yeah. fuck it, just put it there. My plan was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit behind the hill and shoot the cannon, yeah. shoot the steam tank. But it, it died before I even got to move. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Rhymonites fled on the second turn and uh, everything went bad. But uh, you, you played really well. You made absolutely zero mistakes. I think it was a mistake when I charged without buffs on my guards. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're going to charge in there and you're not, you're not going to do any spells on them. Maybe I can uh, kill the character and I got close. I nearly killed your BSB on the, the last turn. And you rolled that uh, armor save. I, I used to... Uh, charged with my guards but uh, my prelate was near now when my prelate was here and I have no hatred yeah it was good buff uh, hatred with battle focus so at least uh, 25 attacks and 25 hits because battle focus and reroll yeah but I forgot about this and I have no buffs no hatred <laughs> so it was the the imperial guard against the, against the sea guards and the sea guards actually won combat in the first yeah. round yeah. and then the second round I rolled like shit and uh, you broke me and I nearly killed your BSP, nearly. Yeah, so what, what's, so the, what's the thinking behind having um, your prelate on an altar and not on foot in the unit? I didn't play any game uh, with Empire without altar. Okay. It's the um, center of my army and it works really well. Even a year ago when nobody plays with it, I think it's really cool unit. It's buff. Pull my army, I have two units to buff. So it's does, it, does it give hatred within six inches? Yes. 
Wow. Okay. Patriot and three buffs, uh, bounce spells. Uh, a lot of times my opponents just forgot about these blessings and I uh, win. I'd forgotten about just it. Because <laughs> blessings. I was like, oh, I could, char I could charge those halberdiers. I could do it. But with uh, ward save it was. Yeah, better. yeah with the ward save I, I decided not to. I would have done it if you hadn't. And uh, that was an interesting learning point for me that if you, if you fail a charge, you can't magical move. Yeah, you can because you're shaken. Yeah, that's a. I didn't know that one. That's a. That's a good one to know. So, um, have you been to WTC before? Uh, last year I was. Yeah. Okay. Groups. And uh, what do you think about the tournament in general? The tournament, oh, it's a great tournament. But I liked uh, last year more because it was more. I don't know. Less people, but we are living near the tournament. I like it last more, but it's bigger. Why not? And uh, what 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 is your gaming scene like in the Ukraine? I guess you live in the Ukraine. Like, yeah. what's the what's the tournament scene like? Do you have many players? If you're not so about players, we have like maybe 25 players, and 20 of them are active. Uh, we have active players who came abroad. It's like eight or ten guys. And that's like the main gamers in Ukraine. Uh, we have not a lot of people who want to go on ETC in Ukraine, so we have no conference. It's like ten people want and eight key people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you have just enough for an ETC team. Yeah. Cool. And uh, typically, how well do you do the ETC? How did you do last year? <laughs> last year we were there was. 17 or something like this and it was our best result ever <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's 17 that's pretty good that's but pretty good. We, we won sweden and it is wow okay we, we never beat sweden and last year we, we, we did it awesome <laughs> okay so so the last thing i want you to do yeah i want you to make a sheep noise what sheep noise sheep like a an animal a sheep like a goat i don't know you have to make the sheep noise <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Say what team you're on? Yeah, are you already recording? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sneaky, got in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, Blonde Bear from the Night Days Forum. Most people know me from the news posts, I'm gonna guess. I'm playing for the uh, the first Dutch team, which is mostly made out of our ETC players and me. So <laughs> I'm not going to be ETC this year. And we're playing against the A team from Germany. Okay. And I think we're losing, so that's <laughs> too great. I won my game, but I think the other four guys are going down, so... Okay, I, I just got smashed, so yeah. hopefully uh, Norway can can manage. <laughs> That's the downside of being a dragon, right? Yeah, sometimes you lose bigs. What killed it? Uh, an unerring strike, and then a cannon. Ah, yeah. It was my own fault, I shouldn't put it next to the cannon. <laughs> but we, I, we learn. I made my opponent kind of sad, because he had one of the grudge busters. He had like five or six wounds. Two, two uh, shots with both throwers, six wounds, dead. Hits <laughs> on fives. What, are, what army are you playing? Uh, Hibernels. Hibernels, ah, okay. Uh, probably the, 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 the worst Hibern list this year. What's in your army? I, I'm bringing Pyromancy, I think I'm the only one. I've, I've been playing with Pyromancy, uh, with the guy the guy in the Swordmaster unit on with the cloak and the, yeah. 
order the fiery heart. It's quite good. I've got the extra range, so I've got the uh, Aspat, whatever it's Aspat called. You didn't, you didn't go order the fiery heart? What? No, no, I'm going for range. Okay. Because I'm a, a coward when I'm playing, so it's hang back. Okay. Is it like a gun line? Yeah, bow, I've, bow like, line? I've got 28 line guards, two blocked spearmen with the Rhyma banner, and the rest shooting and a couple of chariots with this event just trying them out reaver chariots I've, I've i've played at one tournament with the reaver chariots and uh, i actually really like them yeah i actually really like them to be fair this is the first game i so the previous game it's the first time i've ever charged them into something <laughs> i played two times two okay and they're mostly uh, my army's almost completely infantry so it's mostly just cha uh, chaffing blocking line of sight yeah. stuff like that so. cool cool and uh, how many times have you been to WTC? Is this the first WTC? I, I don't know. First one I've been to. It's, uh, I think it's the fourth or fifth time I've been at Herford. So. Okay, so you've been here, you're a regular. Yeah, a regular. So I, I learned today, this morning, that it's free beer all day. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> My game lasts like, like 50 minutes, so I've been drinking after that since. So. Yeah, I think well, that's, that's, the, that that's the next thing on my list to do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's your overall opinion of the tournament? Uh, Frederick always has great tournaments, so I, I'm yeah, I'm, uh, I'm super impressed, because like, I, I was a stand-in today, so I pretty much decided I was coming on Tuesday, and uh, I'm super impressed. Like, the size, the, the, like, the infrastructure, the organization, I'm really impressed. Yeah. I heard someone complain about uh, the line for the food, but let's be honest, like 350 yeah, people Yeah, 300 here. people, come on. <laughs> yeah. And my team went in as one of the last, they were like done in like 15 minutes waiting. So you had yeah, yeah. one was, and a half hour break, yeah, so you timed off. 10 minutes, yeah. It was fine. Anything you want to add? No, no, I'm good. So uh, I've, everyone I'm interviewing, you have to do a sheep noise. Sheep noise? A sheep noise. Meh. Do you want to introduce yourself, say say your name, what team you play for? I've got you the best time. I don't know, I'm <laughs> starving. <laughs> Halfway for a sandwich. Yep, okay. <laughs> cool. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm going. sorry. I'm going. Man, I didn't realize you were recording. Yeah, straight away. I thought you were going to video. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, Edward, or Scotch Knight on the forums, um, part of the executive board and head of the background team. Um, here at the WTC with um, the team pulling your LWG, uh, which works better on paper than it does uh, spoken out loud. <laughs> uh, so one of the UK teams with some of the London guys, and uh, yeah, having a great time so far. Cool, bit of a mixed team then, not, not just Team Scotland. No, uh, a well, a couple of members of Team Scotland who kind of overlap in the Venn diagram. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's a um, mixed team bunch of guys from the UK and yeah it's been good how's, fun so far. How's the tournament going for you? You just said you won a big game? Yeah 20-0 this time I lost 20 last time so okay. I'm uh, cancelling <laughs> out, out my own errors so far. I'm gonna um, make up for mine this time I, <laughs> I just got a big loss so yeah. Uh, but yeah no it's um, it's been good so far I'm looking forward to game three and uh, going out for dinner tonight so. Nice and uh, how's the team doing so far? Uh, we lost our first game 46 uh, so, not terrible. Uh, I think we paired into a fairly good uh, set of games this time, hoping for uh, 
hoping for a few points. Nice, nice. So, so you'll be up on the top tables? Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Definitely not. And I really hope not, because uh, we'll just end up getting sent back down yeah, again. There's some good teams here today. Yeah, some yeah. Some like, real serious like ETC teams. Yeah, no, I'm quite happy playing around the middle. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so what army are you bringing today? Uh, so today I brought uh, Kingdom of Equitain uh, to fit my forum name. Um, yeah, running the, the Duke of Death, who absolutely flopped in the first game, but in the second <laughs> game he just wiped out a Minotaur unit on his own, so... Fair. That's, that's, so you got a good matchup and... Yep, I got, <laughs> got what I wanted, got yeah. the combat I wanted, so... Nice, good job, good job. Yeah. And uh, what, is this your first WTC? Uh, so I was at the uh, Ninth Age Official Tournament uh, two years ago in Hereford, two or maybe three years ago now. Uh, so the kind of predecessor to the WTC, but yeah, this is the first time I've come to the actual uh, official event. So yeah, nice. it's been good. What do, you, what do you think so far to the tournament? Uh, yeah, I think it's been great. Um, Tourney Keeper being tricky occasionally, uh, as it often is, but nothing, no fault on the organisers for that. Uh, I think it's been, yeah, really good tournament. Yeah, I'm, I'm super impressed. I was just saying to Blonderbeer, like, as a stand-in, I just kind of rocked up and, like, I'm so impressed with the organisation and the venue and everything, so yeah, re yeah. really, really good job to the organisers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can't fault anything so far. Uh, you know, facilities are great, the, the food been pretty good I've yeah. enjoyed it so uh, yeah I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing how uh, seeing how we can finish up the weekend and you know yeah what, what's the expectation for the team like mid table yeah I think if we finish above that above half mark okay. we'll be probably quite happy with that cool. so. <laughs> and you know as an outside chance if we're the best of the UK teams here then uh, yeah that, that was always nice right <laughs> a little salt into the wound all right there. so just uh, I always ask you every time I every time we have an interview give it give us a, give us something give us something tasty uh, I if you haven't read it already I would suggest reading the ninth scroll uh, particularly the orc and goblin release background being my other army I'm a big fan of it uh, and um, looking at uh, how we've imagined feral orcs and co and common orcs and iron orcs and how the, imagining them as a progression of a uh, of an orc rather than completely separate species. Uh, and I think people will hopefully enjoy that when we get to flesh it out. So I suggest reading that. Okay, and that's in the the background compendium in the ninth scroll. In the background compendium in the ninth scroll, which you are clearly very familiar with. So. <laughs> All right, last thing: make sheep noise. Meh. Uh, yeah, I'm Frederick. I'm uh, part of the organizers' team of the event. And, uh, yeah, so far I'm pretty exhausted, uh, but happy to see everyone's happy uh, as a team. Yeah, yeah as, as I said just before we started recording, uh, everyone I've spoke to is super happy and I think you've done a really good job. So thank you. congrats and, and well done and thank you on behalf of, of the whole community, which is pretty much the whole community. My, my, my pleasure. <laughs> At least the comparative international community, but uh, yeah, we, we can improve. There's still some room left, so uh, some more teams is easily doable. Yeah, so yeah let's there's, check. there's definitely a little bit of space around the edges. Yeah. Was was this like the maximum number of people you could physically have? Or? No, no, no. Um, in the years before, we had 300, uh, 633 square meters for 200 players. That was pretty crowded. This is yeah. why we swapped from a gym to uh, the ice skating rink and the ice skating rink is a bit less than 1,800 square meters 
So if we would go uh, with the same corridors we did the last year, uh, we should easily have fit here 500 players or something. Okay. But uh, yeah, we, we took like a lot of room between the tables to make sure it's comfortable because uh, if we have 330 players, why should we uh, put the setup the rows in a narrow fashion? Yeah, Doesn't make sense. exactly. And yeah, I, I think it's fine. I, I, I hadn't thought that there's not enough space. I think it's perfect. So yeah. yeah. And uh, you were saying that, that you organise a lot of tournaments throughout the year. This is probably the biggest one, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. We do. We have some some clubs rooms. We can use 24/7. We are a small club with like 45 members. Maybe this is 20 really active members in the end. So the rest shows up like. Uh, Maybe once a month or something. Yeah. And it's lo and you're local to Hereford? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, so our club is, is um, part of a chapter of sports club. Okay. So uh, we are lucky that uh, we have access to like the ice skating rink um, because otherwise uh, it would just be closed during summer mm -hmm. and then uh, reopen in September. Uh, we are just lucky that we have access here. And. Uh, for our club, when we do our small events in our club's rooms, they are 120 square meters, so for nine's age maximum is 24 players. Uh, we do this like four or five times a year. Cool. And um, we do the big event actually to have at least with 20 guys running around, uh, helping us out with catering, drinks, setting up tables, stuff like that. And uh, we um, we allow ourselves to to grab from the event like one thousand to two thousand euros of surplus to pay the rent yeah. of our clubs rooms at least a part of it. They are a bit more expensive, but uh, yeah, we try to cover like uh, a third of the cost for clubs rooms that uh, ensures that the guys help setting up the tables and, and Every, do all the everything is paid for. That's really cool. And uh, what, what's your aspiration for the WTC? Could it be bigger? Could it be even more amazing than it already is? Uh, I think it can always be better. This is uh, the only approach. I think I would immediately stop if I wouldn't see any room to improve. If there would be no new ideas, stuff I would like to test and try, like for example this year, uh, we did some new content on the team boxes, like with uh, last year we had pairing cards and flux cards already, but this year we have the uh, game mats to do the, the uh, magic face organization and stuff like that. And so we improve step by step. So the food, we do not only improvisation, uh, uh, improvement for the participants, but as well improvement for our crew to make things easier. This time we had a truck to get all the stuff here. At the old venue we had to carry stuff like 100 meters uh, by foot. Oh. It was <laughs> exhausting. And with a truck it was so much easier. But yeah, uh, to compensate that it was easier, we set up more tables and then more players. Yeah. So in the end, yeah, we always try to improve. I would immediately stop if I wouldn't see any, any room to improve. Awesome. So uh, you mentioned that the, you're renting this from the sports club. Yeah. Um, will you be able to have the same venue in the future for the next year and, and moving forwards? Yeah, uh, we invited uh, the guys responsible for the ice skating rink and, and all the other facilities. Uh, today uh, to have a look at the event, uh, gave them some introduction what we are doing and, and show them some armies and uh, explain everything in detail just to make sure they get what we are doing, that it's uh, a valuable event, that um, yeah, it, it is a big international event uh, that comes to Herford. This is what they like, mm -hmm. so I'm pretty, pretty positive that next year we will have a chance 
to use the ice skating rink again. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And yeah, I, I think yeah. the venue, as I said, is really yeah, good. And I, I pretty much just rocked up this morning and just joined, and, and it's been really fantastic so far. Yeah, I'm, 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 just, I'm just honest. Uh, the ice skating rink, uh, there's of course venues that could be better. But uh, when I look at how much it costs to rent, like, uh, expos for, for like ETC or something, yes. where they pay like 35,000 euros just for the venue. Uh, I would not go that way uh, because it would be way more expensive for the players. Yeah. Like I said, we try to, to manage everything in a fashion that we have like between 1,000 and 2,000 euros surplus. That's it. I think that's fair given uh, the amount of money everybody pays. Uh, the rest we just do in uh, team boxes, giveaways, gifts, and stuff like that. Try to improve everything for the players. And um, the ice skating rink, since we are a sports club, is pretty, pretty cheap. Yeah. It's not for free, but it's for what we get, including uh, a staff for cleaning and uh, the electricity, that's a lot, and then all the help uh, we get from, from the side. It's uh, most likely uh, we pay way less than they should charge us. <laughs> Awesome. That's good to know. And so, this is why I think it's a good compromise. So if, if you're going to pick one thing from the WTC that you like the most, what would that be? Uh, just it's super easy. It's it's meeting friends from from all the other countries and uh, have a chat with them. I enjoy going to other tournaments, but have so many players here. Like I know almost everybody here uh, in person, and then can uh, welcome in with a hug or a good handshake. And uh, this is what I enjoy the most. Otherwise, I would have no drive, especially in my current situation and my my motivation regarding Nine's age. I, I will not run this event anymore. But I I would miss these guys like heaps. Awesome. Yeah, I think for me as well. Like I'm I'm slowly building up like a friendship base in the yeah. in the community and it's and it's really nice to see these guys a couple of times a year like at etc and etc warm-up or when i go to the uk and play tournaments and and here literally everyone who i know in the tournament scene is, is pretty much here yeah. apart from like the local guys in denmark and yeah sure it's like my friends for example from australia i i can completely get they that they cannot make it like yeah. affording two trips a year and etc is a full week of holidays they bring the family it's a completely different thing than just coming here for like three days to have yeah. it's it's not doable I hope next year maybe maybe some guys from uh, the US or something will show up. I think after seeing what we are doing here, uh, then might, we might have generated some attention. Yeah, I've, uh, I, hopefully the podcast will be a good uh, a good ambassador for the, the tournament, and I've also been posting on the Night Age forum. So yeah, so you can if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you can you can check out at least Team Norway's updates as as we've been going through. So just say thank you again for, for going to the effort and time, taking your time, your personal time to, to run the event. Like it's very much appreciated. I'm sure by a lot of the community, the, everyone in the executive board, we, I think this, this event is a fantastic ambassador for the ninth age. So the big thank you to happy, you. Happy to hear that. Because uh, I, had, I had some, some trouble with uh, making them feel like this is worth an official event. Because I came to them asking, I felt like a petitioner, but actually I wanted to make it as an offer because I think this is what makes uh, the Ninth Age great and, and, and big because having so many international players playing together, coming to one place is, is super important. And uh, yeah, I hope after being here, I'm happy that many of the executive board guys are here. 
uh, that they feel like uh, what I did was an offer and not coming as a petitioner just to call the event official. I think it's worth it. Yeah, it, and it completely is. And uh, I, I think everyone is super happy. So the last thing I'm going to ask you, you have to make a sheep noise. A what? A sheep noise. Uh, sheep? Sheep? Meh! <laughs> Jack, recording now. Yeah. All right. I will get I will get average fifteen at least fifteen points tomorrow. Whoa! If I am hungover, it's a bit uh, big. Oh, okay. It's not an if. You will be. Hungover. I will be hungover, but if I'm hungover enough, I will get at least fifteen points average tomorrow. All right. Well, uh, Guar guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'm so confident. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 43, yeah. WTC. Exactly. So hopefully you've just been like transferred back from really drunk Henry to slightly more sober Henry right now. <laughs> slightly more sober Henry. <laughs> <laughs> just a bottle and a half of wine down. Yeah, that's like it's fine. Like that's that's got a rugby match at gotta be up at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Told Casimir, Casimir, we can't go out tonight. Can't even drink anything. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here with a sly smile. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, I also have to be up. Like, I'm filling in for one of our friends at a team tournament. Yeah, Ulrich. Which is kind of funny because I didn't know it was team tournaments. Like, when it, they told me, like, <laughs> we need to fill it up, like, okay. And then, like, I was a little bit confused, but when they started to link Ask, me, like... Asking you about pairings. Yeah, pairings. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. <laughs> what's, a, what's a pairing? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you get a random draw in the tournament? <laughs> Yeah, so I think from memory I got pretty <laughs> drunk. <laughs> so first thing, yeah. Did you know free beer for two days at WTC? I did actually know. I, I didn't know until yeah. I got there. I also I also knew that they apparently that like like what I remember from watching last like not this year's but last year's WTC summary video or something is free beer, lots of weed apparently. And I was like, okay. Didn't see that. Yeah, so, so but maybe. I mean, but last year, this year it was Germany, right? But last year it was yeah. kind of the Netherlands, Belgium, somewhere. I no, mean. it's always in Hereford. Oh, it's, okay, it's always there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's the things that I, I knew, basically. And then I then I also remembered that it was a lot of, like, Central European teams. That's, that's all I knew. Okay. So do you, okay, so I would say, before we go into the drinking, do you feel like this event was um, truly a world team championship or not? Because this is to me, I guess the background of this question is that, I mean, to me, ETC is still really the the world championship of my age. I would say I would say it's more like the other way around. Like ETC stands for European Team Championship. Yeah, I, I know, I know. And WTC stands for World Team Championship. Yeah, but do you feel like it's... I would say it's like the other way around? Yeah, exactly. WTC is more like the European. Yeah. Team Championship and the W the ETC is more like the World Team Championship. Yeah. Because. 
at ETC, you get New Zealand, you get USA, US, you get yeah. Canada, yeah. you get Mexico, you get these obscure teams that come from nowhere and yeah, play. Exactly. And it's also it's like also US, like it's okay. also like a eight eight man event, whereas WTC is a five man event. Oh, okay, I that I didn't know. Actually. Yeah, so so it's I would say the WTC is more of like a European event, whereas the ETC is more of like a world event, which. Yeah, it's a it's bit a, stupid. It's paradoxical, but yeah. I guess that's how it I is. I mean, I, I'm guessing they want to make the WTC into a world event, which, I mean, takes time, of course, yeah, yeah. to establish. But, but I, it's, a, it's an awesome event. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, if, if you're... Obviously, like, ETC is probably, like, is the big one yeah. every year. That, that's the where the teams are going. Yeah. But if you, wanted to, if you wanted to expand to a second one, if you're from Mexico or Australia yeah. or New Zealand, then that's where you should... That's the one that you should go to. Yeah. But I think the the thing that I, if I was from Mexico, the thing I would worry about is kind of, I mean, you already you pay a lot of money to come to Europe, right? Whereas if you go to ETC, it is actually like the event lasts for like five six days, right? If you go yeah. to singles as well. Yeah. So I mean, that is actually you get a bit more for your money. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, of course, maybe you would take a week of vacation and just go around, but then you also get to play for almost a week yeah. as well. But here, as you say, it's two days. Yeah, two, days, two days two days so i mean that that makes a lot of sense when you're in europe and like the price to get there is not that much but yeah. if you're coming from canada or mexico or something it is quite a lot of money so i guess i guess the scope of the event is a little different yeah so i mean if they want to i don't know if that's something they're aiming to do but if i if they want to attract people from across the pond i would ex- i would think that what you should do is to expand the event somehow maybe have it like a, something else as like well a week-long before. event yeah exactly yeah. But I mean that's of course very difficult to do, but yeah. but that's how I would attract people yeah. further away. Good point. Good point. So I think I got pretty drunk by the end of day one. Yeah. Okay. So first question. Pretty much stopped recording. Do you, do you, did you get drunk before day one? When you arrived. No, because I was working on okay. the Friday. Sad. So I was like at a hotel in the middle of nowhere near Hamburg. Yeah. yeah. So then I was just like up early, up early like six o'clock on Saturday morning to drive to get there for eight o'clock. Yeah. So I didn't do much on eight, on the Friday night. Okay. But I, and then the Saturday we had games all day, and yeah. then I was interviewing people, and then I think I the, I got to a point of drunkenness where I just forgot about doing yeah, podcasts and exactly. was more interested in getting maybe drunk. oh maybe like what we should actually do for you to see is that we should mic ourselves up. And then you just oh. make sure you can like record forever, like buy one of those clip on mics. Like a power bank? Yeah. And a microphone? And just go? Yeah. <laughs> As I was just see what happens. Editing ah. that though, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we just now? Where did we get to? Mm. We were going to get mic'd up and go to the to the EC. Yeah. yeah that's, 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 that's a good plan. We so yeah, we'll sort yeah, we'll sort definitely. that out in the next. So yeah, we should say yeah, we're going we're, to we're going to the ECC. Amber time goes to ETC. Yeah, yeah. It's Casimir and I and Oliver and Rasmus. Yep. So Oliver and Rasmus are playing for Denmark. Yes. And you are playing for Ireland, right? Yes. I am playing for no one because I'm uh, leaving early, unfortunately. But yeah. I'm playing the for myself in the singles. In the singles, yeah. and I'll probably play in the singles as well. Yeah. Because just for fun. Yeah, exactly. Funsies. Yeah. Put some foreign noobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, foreign noobs, just the representatives of their nations. Take them off. <laughs> will you, what army will you be taking with you? I want to take my warriors. I want to do it. Is that the goal? That yeah, must be the goal. goal. That is the goal. Because so, it's August. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm basically going to be out of a job for most of July. I don't have any major trips planned. 
So I'm just going to be fucking loitering around in London. So I should be able to paint an army. That's, so that, that's, that's the plan. The, that's the goal. That's the goal. Is to paint your army yeah. for ETC for EC, yeah. in August. And it's now May. So you've got yeah. May, June, July. Three months. Three months. Twelve weeks. Yeah. To paint 4,500 points. Yeah. That is so doable. Yeah, it is definitely doable, right? But it's, it's just like, what list do you want to take? Yeah, exactly. And I, that, that's the thing, right? Because the Warriors book changed a lot recently. Yeah, so yeah that not, update. I think, okay, so I think the central idea of the list is kind of fixed in the sense that I want to play The Reckoning. And if you want to play The Reckoning, you want to have uh, Barbarians. And you want to have somebody who kills the barbarians from cultism to generate your veil tokens. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's, I think, a war shrine for the barbarians. That's the kind of, like, that's probably always going to be in there. And Are then you going to go for a second unit barbarians with a giant, maybe? I don't know, because that's a lot of models to paint. That's the, <laughs> so you see, right? That's the, because yeah. I, think, I think the You can always be, put the war shrine in the warriors and then the giant in the barbarians. Yeah, but then you don't get the effect, because uh, if you want the reckoning to give you veil tokens from What's the non, range? Uh, no, it, it works with either health or armor or the unit you're in. Uh, so you have to be in the barbarians. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, that, this is why the giant. Do you have to be in the war shrine? Uh, no, you can have a sorcerer with it as well. Yeah, I mean that's a, that is also an option, right? Like for me, it's just that I have a war shrine. I don't have a giant, but I could get a giant for Mantic probably. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice model. Yeah, definitely. Cheap, cheap, exactly. cheap Yeah, very cheap. I would actually. I'm wondering if I would get the, uh, the one which is like a big monster. It's a little. Yeah, bit there's expensive. like a more of like a demony one. Right? Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like maybe just get one of each. Get both. <laughs> 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 But, but yeah, yeah. I mean that that's I think that's why because that's why I want to play with. So I yeah. mean, like like fair play. Shout out to Mantic making yeah. some really nice models at the moment. Definitely. Also just come out with some goblins look really good. Oh cool! I don't know if I've seen them maybe. Yeah. But but also yeah because they have this uh, they have this new range of De- things. Demon army basically. Yeah exactly like yeah, knights. Night stalkers. Yeah yeah night stalkers I think. Yeah. And then they also have this new. It seems like they're releasing some game which is kind of hero based. So that you like buy a kit with like ten ish models, and they all seem to be quite high in sculpt quality. Okay, absolutely. Uh, which uh, so I mean, if you want to get some new heroes and stuff, that's something to check out. What what uh, races are they? So they have like a Northern Alliance kind of thing with uh, more barbarian warrior type models. They have the Night Stalkers, which are very demony, like almost like if you think. Uh, Kind of old school Senate games portion, like it, things that sprout out of each other look okay. very demony. Then I think there's uh, like probably some dwarf ones and something like that as well, like dwarf in front of dwarf. Cool. I think I'm I'm not sure, but like it's something like that. But it, what's nice is that the normal Mantic models, if you buy like a regiment, usually the sculpt quality or mold quality is like, I mean you understand why it's cheap, right? Yeah. It's I mean it's so, decent. So, some of them are good. Yeah. And some of them not so good. Yeah, I mean it's, it's I would say most of, all of them are decent enough. But it's not like if you want a really cool mold, then maybe that's not where you're going, right? Yeah, like. Uh, but these to, new molds are I'm actually, actually really. I'm actually, cool. I'm actually gro- Mantic models are growing on me actually. I mean, the only thing I don't really don't like are the dwarves oh. because their helmets are a bit stupid. Okay. Because they have the, like the flat helmets. So. Yeah, I I used to hate the elves. I yeah. used to think they were really retarded. Yeah. But because they're like frail, right? They just look yeah. They look look. They're a bit frail. They look a bit weird. But Christo has some. Okay. And. And I was actually looking at his models, and I was like, actually, he's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, especially for the price you pay. Like, yeah. if, you, if you're going to get into the knife pitch and you want to do it on a budget, you should do Mantic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the ghoul models, or the zombie models, for my ghouls. Yeah. 
And I have the giant model for my yeah, the giant, warrior giant or beast giant. I, yeah, I mean that giant model is actually really good quality yeah, as well. Like it's I, huge. It was the I guess you some of the assembly was a bit uh, like the parts don't do they fit in well? well? Honestly, I could assemble it without glue. Okay, well then that's really good recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even need glue to assemble it. I think the only the arms needed glue. Yeah. Okay, well then that's that, and it costs like fucking twenty five pounds or yeah. something, and it's six like it's what is six inches tall or something or no 11 uh, inches uh, i'm measuring against my dick so it's yeah. like nine half, inches it's like half a dick long. <laughs> no, <laughs> no but it's, it's really big. It's yeah really it's really big, big yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think it's something like uh, 10 11 inches something yeah it's, it's yeah. huge like if you compare it to like a spearman it's like or like a wine glass <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of wine glass it's like tall, almost right? as tall as my wine glass yeah you have relatively tall wine glasses, but still, yeah. they're not abnormally tall. Yeah. You know, still speaking about <laughs> it your would, penis. It would probably not fit in a pint glass. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That, that is a fair. <laughs> if you want a drinking reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you come here for, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, so, so he went over and he got you a free beer. And then how many beers from that point do you think you consumed? Well, this so, was... So, like, did this end This was, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so two hours too early so I don't know good answer but okay but like the, so was it the, did the event like close off at some point or did you could you just drink there your whole night well I think we finished the third game about nine o'clock and then so we went for dinner how long was the round three and a half hours including parents Bullsh- well including parents okay so but then after dinner I guess you couldn't like you, there was no free beer after dinner right it was free beer all night. And all so, night? Like, it's... We, we left at, like, I would guess, 8.39 yeah. for dinner. We came back, and it was still free beer <laughs> after dinner. Jesus. But we, obviously, at this point, like, me and my team went into town. Yeah. So we maybe, I think we grabbed one for the road and then left. But it was still free beer. This was, like, 11 o'clock at night. People were still there. I, I feel like I need to go next year. I feel like I need to go next year yeah, as well. Exactly. Should we make like a bullshit team, which is just like, can we get like the the most drunk people to play in a team? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we can. Take applications. I, can I, make think, a, I think uh, I think there's a few guys from the guys who are playing with Ireland who yeah. we can recruit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just like the point is just being smashed every game and just yeah. to make terrible decisions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we went to dinner. And uh, I was with dinner with my Norwegian team, yeah, and some of the Irish team, including Jack Austin. Oh, nice. And Jack, he's a small guy. Yeah. <laughs> he he likes, has a heart of gold, though. And he, yeah, he has a heart of gold, yeah. and he likes to drink. <laughs> but the boy cannot drink <laughs> that much. <laughs> Because he doesn't have that much body weight to uh, yeah, get he, behind like, it. Yeah, but he downs the fast, though, even though he can't. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he's got heart of yeah. gold, as we said. <laughs> so, Jack and I, we're sharing a plate of soup likey or something. Yeah. And he's like, Henry, I don't feel very well. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sat at this, like, relatively nice Greek restaurant <laughs> where there's, like, families <laughs> and stuff. And we're, we're, like, we're all sat in like our Norway, Norway shirts and like the Irish guys are kind of like just dotted around. And, and Jack's like, Henry, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel well. I'm like, yeah, but Jack, Jack just hold it together. Get, here's some water, drink some water. Yeah. Like, okay. And then I kind of turn away and I turn back and Jack's 
being sick on his plate in the middle of the restaurant. I'm like, I'm like, it looked like, it literally looked like tomatoes. Like, it looked like plum tomatoes. Aid was being sick. Like, dude, dude, go, go to the toilet. Go to the toilet. Just sit in the toilet and get some water. Yeah, exactly. Just chill out. Just chill out for a bit. And he's like, okay. And he left. And then this like weird German lady like came up to me. He's like, oh, where's your friend gone? Where's your friends gone? And I'm like, wait, wait, was she was she working at the place? Or I think she... she was worried about him. He's like, oh, she was, was no, she no. Just she, like I think she was a customer. Cu- I think oh, she was a customer. What the fuck? Your but friend, like, hand me back. Voice, voice, and I was like, oh, he's, he's, I was like, he's fine, he's fine. And she's like, no, you must go look for him. We must go find him. And I'm like, no, no, like, he's fine. Just Like, just... he doesn't have any hair for you to pull out of the way. With him. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, I think she, maybe she saw him be sick. I don't yeah. know. But she was like, really like, being a bit <laughs> creepy. And I was like, look, like, he's probably okay, just, question, he just. How did she look? Like, short, German, short haired. So like short haired. Fat German lady. Oh, okay, so, so 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 Jack wouldn't go for her if he had the opportunity, or maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, so I mean, then, so he didn't miss out on anything. At least. No, no, no. Well, let me finish Ooh. the story. So she's like, "Oh, where's your friend gone?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's just, he's just, he's just not feeling well. He's gone to the toilet." And she's like, "Are you sure you should go and help him?" I'm like, yeah. "I think he's fine. He's a big boy. I was <laughs> no. enjoying my meal." Yeah. <laughs> Even though they were sick. Next Even to though they were sick on the plate next to me, <laughs> and. And then, like, 20 minutes later, she's like, where's your friend gone? He's still not back from the toilet. And I'm like, no, he's fine. Like, he's fine. And she's like, no, you should have, you have to go and find him. And I'm like, okay, so... so Jeremy's is really annoying. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to have a bit more food. And then I was like, okay, I, w- I should go look for Jack because it's been, like, half an hour. Yeah. So I went, I, I went to the toilet, and this woman is in the, male, the men's toilet, <laughs> like, banging on the door, like talking to Jack who's Jack, like Jack. who's like locked himself in the cubicle yeah. and I'm like Jack are you alright he's like yeah I'm fine mate and this this woman is like no he's not fine he has to come out come out get, let, let me help him I'm just like uh, I think he's fine like Jack are you fine yeah mate I'm fine and I'm like okay I'm just gonna go back to like my dinner he's like yeah no worries <laughs> so I just like leave this woman and Jack in the toilet <laughs> so I go back and like explain to everyone what's going on and they're like okay like well, we're nearly finished so we can leave soon <laughs> so we kind of like we ev- everyone eats up and we yeah. finish we pay the bill and then I go back to the toilet and this woman is still there <laughs> like trying to get Jack to come out of the toilet she was just after him she was literally yeah. trying to rape him yeah. I reckon. oh Jesus and poor Jack he's oh, there man. like just been sick in the toilet I guess and yeah. Yeah, just like just trying to hold on yeah. yeah recovering exactly and eventually we like we got him out and we managed to avoid her yeah. on the way out of the restaurant. Ooh. It was a bit awkward. Oh man! But yeah, good fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, awesome. I think the Irish guys were taking Jack home, and then me and the Norwegian team we went to town. Yeah. To this weird German bar, which was actually really strange because it was this weird bar where you bought like a card. Okay. Well, you pay entry, yeah, and then they give you a card, and then you everything you buy, you buy on the card, and then when you leave, you pay. Oh yeah, I know that kind of place. So it was like very dangerous. <laughs> yeah, because you have no idea what you're. Because you yeah, you have no idea what you're spending. And probably part of this mall. Yeah, and it was just like weird German bar with 
loads of weird German people. And we're like, they're like... Mm, oh, that's the what is a weird German people. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of place it was, to be honest. I don't remember what the name was. I was pretty drunk at this point. I just remember it being like strange and I was dancing on chairs and things. Oh, okay. And <laughs> so it was like me and these three Norwegian guys from my team. We're all wearing our like Norway shirts. Oh, yeah. So you <laughs> basically just like look like either football supporters or nerds. Yeah. <laughs> or both. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was, sometimes go hand in hand. It was fun, and then I ended up crashing at the Norwegian guy's place that night. Yeah, but you you had an apartment, or were you pulling for your room? I was gonna stay with Ricardo, the guy that I drove yeah. with, but then I just cancelled the room and stayed with them because it was oh, yeah. it was here. free. Yeah, and they had like a whole Airbnb oh, wow, place. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah, and then I crashed real bad. Yeah, and then we got back. I went straight to bed, and then up in the morning. And as always, like ready for spunk. Exactly, yeah. as always, smashed it game four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, standard hangover, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> and then game five, that was like the the two got two hungover. Yeah. <laughs> <Split>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it didn't do so well, but it was a really good tournament, and yeah. I had a really good time. So again, like. I know that uh, Alexander from the Norwegian team, yeah. first time ETC this year. Okay. Um, he's a listener to the show, mm-hmm. and I got a little interview with him as well. So cool. shout out to Alexander who yeah. on my on Team Norway, and also to the other guys on Team Norway. Thanks for yeah. for having me. It was a really good time cool and dudes. yeah, really nice yeah. guys, all of them. Nice. So hopefully we'll get some beers together at, uh, in Serbia. Yeah, yeah, they're all all they all coming to you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, nice. And yeah. and sorry to, I think it was Tim who I took over from who who missed his flight because of SAS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Because that was the weekend when yeah. there was strike. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it, like, like hot tip for anybody flying: don't fly with SAS. That's like, <laughs> coming from a Swedish guy. It's just like just skip it. Spare. They don't play their pilots a lot. <laughs> But they're cheap. Yeah. They're not always cheap. Not always cheap. But, but. I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, what, WTC, you have any questions about the tournament or? I guess, uh, so, like, when you're only five people on a team, do, how, how do you feel like it's a lot different from when you play eight people? Have I, you done a lot of, like, eight people events before? I've only done two eight people events. Okay. I've done two ETC warm-ups. Yeah. Which were both eight people. Yeah. And I've done a few five-man teams. Yeah, so what would you say the difference is? And like, the, like, do you think there's pros and cons, Kevin? Um, I'm not sure there's pros and cons. I think the pairings is obviously... There's a bit more to the pairings if you're eight-person yeah. teams. More like strategy. Yeah, because you have... It's a bit more nuanced. Like, with, with five, you kind of say, okay, like, as an example, like, you're looking at the opponent's army and you say, okay... There's five options, yeah. and I have five options. So there's not that many ways it can go. It's a bit more rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. But with eight, eight, eight options, there's yeah. like a lot more variation. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that when you have eight people on a team, you can always, uh, like you always find a counter for your opponent's yeah. lists. Yeah. But do you feel like sometimes when you have five, you like see a list or you have a list where like the opponent or you are just like I can't really deal with this yeah exactly you may, maybe you don't have any answers for the yeah. list for example I think yeah. I think in most teams you probably do but it's harder to pair because let, let's say for example I'm assuming that the people listening to this have a rough idea of how pairings work yeah 
Yeah, let's because I think we've gone through it before. Yeah, so let's say like you put up an army and they put an up up an army and this army that they put up. Yeah. This is an army that is really hard for you to deal with. Yeah. But with when you have eight armies, yeah. you can kind of save two armies to prepare for this one army, so yeah. that when when they put this army out, you give them the two options that are good against this army. Yeah. But when you have five, it's a little more difficult because. Firstly, you've already put one of your armies down to pair yeah, against so them, four, right? so you only have four left, yeah. and then maybe you only have one or two that are good against this one army. Yeah, exactly. So Especially if you only have one, and you only have one, then they're not going to choose that. Yeah, so, exactly. so it's a little bit harder to pair against. So, yeah. as I said, it's a bit more like, like rock paper scissors. Become more so. So, so the results become more extreme in the in the yeah like yeah a lot of more Pro- probably probably yeah probably. Okay. I would say, just from my team, like. Jan, he was like fucking boss player. Yeah. He was like the second highest scoring player, what and he was play? on uh, orcs and goblins. Okay. I don't know. I think he's just fucking amazing at ninth age. To be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just whack him off more. Because we could literally pair him against anything, and he would just smash face. Nice. And, but I, I guess it's also like orcs. This is kind of how the army works. Okay. He also plays ID as well, I think. And so I, I think I think it's, I think. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. There's a lot more twenties. Yeah. Like I was getting, Which, I, mean, I was losing bigger. Yeah. I wasn't getting many like small medium victories. It yeah. was more like big, big wins or small wins. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess I could see the, uh, like benefits of right because it makes the like it makes it more like interesting right in in yeah. in some sense yeah. right where everything it's not always like kind of a draw like it's more like you have big big wins and big losses and this kind of stuff and you yeah. get to experience both when you play. Yeah. I I think it's. I actually think I enjoy five more yeah. than eight. Okay. The only the benefit of having eight is that you're eight guys. Yeah. So and it's, it's like more, you have a bigger more group. A team, yeah, yeah, more of a, like a bigger team, more people to drink with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to the important heart of the matter. Yeah, because like when we're five, we only need to find three more drunkards to do yeah. our team. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, so the five is a little a little different to eight. Yeah. And obviously, you can you, if you if you're a whole country, then you can't take as many people. No, of course. But I mean, I guess that's what's nice about WTC is the fact that it's not restricted to one team per yeah, country. You're exactly. Just like, like you may just make a team, you go. Yeah. To be fair, Poland. Yeah. Hats off to Poland. Podium one, two, three. That's pretty cool. I mean, but we all we already know they're fucking boss. Yeah. At my age. Yeah. So that they're obviously going to be the team to beat this year at, at ETC. Yeah. And uh. Yeah, I think I th- I would be I would be surprised if Poland didn't win ETC this year. I mean, you never know what's gonna happen though, right? Never know. Yeah, we might have a bad like somebody might have like oh so when is the list submission for ETC? Like July. You, okay, so you actually you get to have this uh, event that's kind of a feedback if you're a team. Yeah. On your list and stuff. Yeah. So that that's actually quite interesting. Yeah. So I mean, if you're Poland, like, cause that's the, actually something that's true in a lot of competitive things right when you lose you learn shit right yeah so now if you just win then you're like oh this score is great <laughs> but if you lose you're like i might know what's gonna count this. You know, like i know what's gonna change because yeah. the rules are not gonna change in that time right yeah like i i've completely overhauled my list yeah exactly since, right? since wtc yeah like i've just like said okay this works but it doesn't work that well so i'm just gonna try something new for the next month which I mean, which is good, right? Yeah. So okay, so this ties into my next question. Was WTC the event where they actually had comp? No. No. Okay. They so won't. They were thinking about it. Was that like there was some other big event? I think. Yeah. This that, was this was the one they were considering uh, comping it like. 
I can't remember what it was, like Vermin Swarm and was, Undying, uh, Undying Dynasties. Dynasty, yeah. Dynasties. But they yeah. didn't do it in the they, end? In the end, um, they did a captain's vote, and the yeah. captain's vote voted not to comp. I am quite happy because, in the sense that, like, the especially, I don't know much about Vermin Swarm, but, like, I know the Undying Dynasties, and the, the uh, comp they put on it was extremely harsh. What was it? So, basically, uh, they were talking about uh, basically making the healing uh, only work for a single wound for construct units. And what does it normally do too? So normally it's like you can do two wounds per spell, or it maybe it's okay. It's two wounds per spell, per, and then you can have infinite amount of wounds per face. And I think it was maybe either it was one wound in total, or it was like one spell per unit kind of thing. So you can never heal a unit with more than one spell per face. Okay. So, I mean, it was that, and it was. Uh, I think there was also some cap in like the amount of. Uh, like certain units you could take, but I don't remember exactly what. Because apparently there's been this list going around, which uh, very, like uh, is supposed to be very good, where you have, like, uh, you have uh, reapers. You have like uh, one or two units of snakes, like the snake riders, and then you have uh, reapers, and then behind that you just have like uh, chariots or something like that. Okay. And it's it's apparently it's doing really really well, and people are saying that's unbeatable. Yeah. And that, that's I, that's kind of the consensus at the moment that yeah. you do your broke as fuck yeah exactly and i think that I, but i think the issue with the comp was not i mean like i haven't played this list so i don't know if it's broken or not but I, like i'm assuming that people have a point since a lot of people are saying yeah it. but uh, but my point is more like the comp that they in, in, tried to put there didn't help it in the sense that it didn't make other lists better it just made this list worse, but it made other lists even worse. So it was like, then you need to pay, play this list even more because it's you like... You kind of have to play this Exactly, because yeah. it's like, oh, you, you nerfed the healing, but these units that you put in this list are actually quite independent of healing. So it's not like you can play like a big unit of skeletons because like, oh, I can only heal this unit of skeletons once per turn, but it's going to lose a shit ton of moles. So, but I, I think it, it's obviously hurting the guys that don't play this list, but I yeah, think exactly. at, at WTC, everyone is playing this list. Yeah, we, I mean, that, I mean you're, you are it, right. It so was also, I think it was also, the comp was put out after lists were submitted. Okay. So I think it was like looking at those lists yeah, and yeah. saying, okay, everyone is playing this list, yeah. so this is how it's going to be. I mean, there is a point in that, but I, I just think that comp in general, should, I mean, what I think comp should do if we have it is that it should make you change the way you build I, the list. I, in ninth age, I don't believe in comp. No, me, me I, neither. I think that, that, the, that we should trust the team who are designing the rules. Yeah, yeah I mean, they I will, definitely agree. That they will eventually, like, even right now, if, let's say UD and VS are, like, a little bit unbalanced. Yeah. Like, that's fine. We should just accept that and say, okay, in the next edition, they're going to change it. Yeah. And... Maybe that's after ETC, but it will be changed at some point because we have yeah, this of kind of constant updating of the rules, and yeah. and that's fine. Like I don't mind that my army is like a little bit on the bal on the the yeah, blonde the blonde braced girl sitting on the couch side of the comp <laughs> compared to the the gigantic black dude <laughs> standing behind the couch kind of comp. Like I, d I don't mind that because that's just like a challenge for me. But it's being two reaper just like hanging out there. <laughs> his, his gigantic two-eyed sphinx. Yeah, just slapping <laughs> with his the couch. About to breath weapon me. He's <laughs> <laughs> riding face. <laughs> Welcome back, Damn Live Podcast number forty-three. 
So uh, after that, like a uh, little bit of rambling about WTC, we're uh, gonna go back into uh, talking a little bit about Wars of Dark Gods. Actually, give you some proper content. Exactly. Well, <laughs> the other way. I mean, isn't that what you come for here? Like uh, us think, rambling drunkenly. I think people come here just to listen to something while they paint. <laughs> something. I don't think it really matters what it is. Okay. So so whatever we say is fine. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay, great. Well, I'm saying, like, you can say whatever the fuck you like, and people nice. are going, oh, I like this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's good that you uh, call them uh, discerning about the quality of the content. Because that's what I do. Yeah, you just want to have something in the background. Yeah. And if it's Ninth Age related, vaguely Ninth Age related, yeah. if, even if it's someone just getting drunk and talking about Ninth Age, then that's completely I mean, fine. I feel like the more they get drunk, the better. Usually, that's yeah. that's my like that's my own, own thing. Like if somebody's like that's super, definitely our philosophy. Yeah, as well. <laughs> if somebody's super sober, it gets like a bit boring sometimes. But yeah, that's how it is. But yeah, so when was it? This uh, so around like after Christmas, they put out a new update for the Warriors of Gods yeah. book. It was. I uh, think it was in general. Warriors was not doing so well, and yeah. they wanted to kind of address a lot of things that had yeah. been missed in the initial redesign yeah so they did it made a few changes so i think for me i guess before we go into the changes uh, for me i think it was a little bit uh, unexpected because i i guess i didn't i hadn't paid attention to uh, what people were saying on the forum or something so in my yeah. mind when i was making my own lists and when i, I actually played with it a little bit i thought that the book was i mean maybe not powerful super powerful but i thought it was fine like I, I didn't think it was okay yeah like it worked and i thought that this was kind of what they wanted right and that they were going to do points changes yeah, and then I, this to me I, this update came out came out of nowhere I, but i think uh, i think that after the wtc the, the uh, especially at the wtc i think yeah. warriors were like the second best army after demons yeah, and they used this update right yeah exactly so obviously this update has made the warriors book very competitive yeah and i, I mean to be honest that was i was quite surprised because when i looked at this update and the things they did I was like, this is super good. Like they, they made almost everything better, but they didn't really increase price a lot mm. on anything. And uh, so, I mean, it was inevitable that it was going to be really good. And yeah. I hope, hopefully that means that, like, hopefully it doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, nerf everything super hard now, but hopefully rather just adjust, but we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll, hopefully they'll bring everyone else to this level. I mean, that would be great, but that is also a lot of work, I guess. But I mean, we'll see. Just take the high elves back one edition and everything will be fine. Yeah, exactly. Just like <laughs> casting value eight on the hereditary spell would be stupid. Like, I'm just gonna one dice to spell, bro. I think the hereditary spell is actually exactly where it needs to be. Oh yeah, that's that's a refreshing uh, point of view. Yeah. I'd say. I think it, I think the hereditary spell is for high elves. The casting value is fine where it is. Yeah. Is I think it's exactly where it needs to be. I think the spell is exactly perfect for what it does. Cool. That's nice, and then just other stuff around. It's just the other stuff that yeah. needs sorting out. There, there is, there is a lot of other stuff yeah. that needs sorting out. But that's not for this episode. Warriors of the Dark Gods. Future episode. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So read that blue text, Casimir. Exactly. So I have uh, the blue text version of this uh, of the armbook, and I think the first major thing that I can notice that changed is that uh, in the favors, like not a lot changed, but the favor of Kulima changed a lot. Kulima. Kulima, the envy one. So uh, let's see before. I think it was something like you would gain an extra instance of maximized roll on your charge and yeah. uh, as, uh, maximized roll and devastating like charge, devastating charge plus one armor piercing. Exactly. So now it is just that that you gain swift stride, 
which is very similar to the other one except that it doesn't like you don't get any bonus if you're already cavalry yeah I guess. which is a shame because that's what i was using it for yeah the same <laughs> but it but the good thing about this is that it's has gotten cheaper on all cavalry okay because it also has another thing now which is really nice uh, which is that if you roll any natural uh, rolls of one when you hit you have to re you and get charge to range yeah and charge range, which is really powerful you get to re-roll those i think it's actually better yeah exactly uh yeah, exactly. So any natural ones to hit and any natural ones of one when you charge range is uh, is rerolling. So I think infantry with uh, envy is extremely good now. Yeah, I agree. And also it is also still good for cavalry because it also got cheaper. Yeah. So that is that's a major change, which is is nice. And I think I but again to me like it was weird because I thought the favor was decent before, but now it is even better. Yeah. I guess. I like it. Yeah. Good change. So then the the next one, which is also quite nice. So so I would could say that in general they changed uh, the kind of uh, psychology uh, profile of the army quite a lot. So before the thing that Hellforge armor uh, gave you was like a real march test and uh, like immune to uh, uh, to panic, right? Yep. Like you were fearless. Uh, but then the barbarians were still subject to normal type of thing, like a psychology, and you could buy BSB. So what has happened right now is that you can no longer buy BSB at all in the army. And instead, the Hellforge armor now gives you reroll break tests, and yeah. fearless still. But you don't get, so basically you don't get to reroll panic tests, or not panic, sorry, you don't get to reroll march tests anymore. Just break tests. Yeah, just break tests. So, so you're kind of susceptible yeah. to movement issues. But then the barbarians actually get to reroll panic and break tests on just any barbarian models, which is quite good. But they did lose the reroll ones when ro when rolling for charge range, which they had before. Which is, I mean, fine. Like yeah. it's not an awesome thing. I think issue. barbarians are getting charged more than they're charging. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, of course you could charge with them, but like, I think it's not going to affect better. how you This play. is actually more important, because then yeah. you can put them out on the flank and they, they can take exactly. panic tests. And you can have like this uh, kind of scoring units, which uh, are, are really cheap, but not really vulnerable to like a magic missile yeah. or shooting and stuff like this. And uh, then also like a big, uh, so I guess tied into this is that instead of buying a BSB, all your character can characters can get something called Warband Standard. All and the characters. I think, I think, Basically, not sorcerers, but like all the fighty, fighty characters. characters. Yeah. Like if you put your sorcerer on a battle shrine, it can get a warband standard. So it's like the the chosen the chosen champion, uh, the, the barbarian chieftain, and the barbarian chieftain. I I don't can know. the herald take it? No, I don't think so. We'll okay. get. To, I don't think so. But okay. like at least okay. So basically, those two characters. Yeah. But like kind of, kind of your normal fighty characters yeah. that would go on a unit. Yeah. And what that means is that you get an extra instance of standard barrier, just like a BSP. But then, uh, instead of giving you a bubble of reroll uh, tests, you, you the unit you're in gains reroll discipline tests. Okay. But this is nice in the sense that you can buy this and it's cheaper, and you can buy it for more than one character. So you could, for example, stack a unit with lots of combat rests if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. Or you can have one character in each unit. Yeah, exactly. And get the good. same result. Yeah. So I mean, you could you, like there's a lot of different things you can do, and everything is already either immune to a lot of psychology or rerolling stuff anyway. So it's not like you like miss a BSP in any yeah. way. Okay. Which is nice. Uh, then the other thing they did is that before, if you wanted to mark uh, like a core unit, you would have to buy an extra special upgrade for your champion. So you would buy a champion, and then you buy an upgrade called like a favor champion. Yeah. And then that would let you buy a a favor for the unit. Yeah. But now all champions for all the uh, 
like a fav- like a warriors unit like the ones with health or yeah. uh, they all already get this path of the favored so all champions instead of costing 20 points they cost 30 points i think some prices differs on some units yeah. but in general they cost 30 points and they all get plus one health point and plus one discipline. Plus one discipline. Exactly. And this what? is the big change. This, this, so this the warriors are nine? Yeah, so warriors just get nine. And then your characters also nowadays also have discipline nine okay. to start with. So like the discipline just went up. So so basically you kind of like lose the BSB, but you gain in discipline. Exactly. So it makes you less susceptible to yeah. the panic and everything. Okay. Yeah, so, so I mean, you, you definitely become much more, much less uh, susceptible to failing discipline tests, I would say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, which is, and which plus really one health nice. point is also nice. Yeah. So I mean, it, you just get like a little bit more buff, and then you it, basically, I would say, at this point when I read this, I was like, why would you not take a champion? Because you also have this just, uh, just for the plus one discipline. You get plus one discipline, but you also have a rule which is called, uh, let's see, I don't know exactly what it's called, but basically, you I, at least the last one, unless they removed it, was the fact that you get plus one uh, combat press if you challenge. With your champion? Yeah, that's that's from before. It's it's completely gone now. It's gone. Okay, it is gone now. Okay, so before I was like, yeah, but why wouldn't you take because you get both of them? I, I don't know, I'm asking. I don't, I don't know. I, like, I'm trying to see if I can find it, but actually I think it is gone now. Because before that was Path of the Favourite, I guess. The the Doom Lord can also take the uh, Warband Standard. Okay, yeah, that's nice. He's also like kind of a go, goes into unit kind yeah. of guy. So that is nice. Uh, Yeah, so what I, what else what else changed? Because you are the one with the. Uh... Yeah, I'm just checking. Uh, so, another thing that does did change. So, so I guess if we go to magic items or special items. Yeah. Uh, what well kind of the I would say like the big changes are like are twofold. The first one is that the wasteland torch, which was before like this banner that let you change a drain piece into a ruin, and you gain rain, ruin strider strider. So it was kind of an interesting one. This is now also a flaming standard. But, but it does not have an option to turn your flaming standard off. So it's simply that you have you have flaming attacks in the first round of combat, but you also get this effect that you burn down the buildings and stuff. And it's cheap though. It's, 30 it's really cheap. But I mean, the reason I think the reason it's cheap is the fact that it is counterable, right? Because yeah, if you, you don't have, have any flaming control. Or something, yeah. yeah, you don't have any control of the fact that you have flaming or not. But if you if you're gonna, it gives you a, a way to manipulate the battlefield, which is nice. But you also I, I really like it. Yeah, but the drawback is I mean I would say it's more of a drawback almost that you have flaming attacks because you have to think about how to use the unit, which is nice. But thirty points, yeah. I, I think it's a really nice item. Yeah, so I, I think now it like I can now see this on a lot of cavalry units. Yeah, exactly. Cavalry units specifically because you get uh, Ruin Strider. Yeah. And then the other thing that really uh, changed is uh, Weirdstone, which is this item that before gave you a four plus ward save against the first wound you suffered. Yeah. And now instead it's uh, just removes the first hit that you suffer in the game. So it also became a lot cheaper. I, I think it's awesome. I mean, I, I it's still good. Like you, I, I'm taking this yeah. on the dragon, I'm taking this yeah. on the chimera, I'm taking this on the whatever the fuck. I mean, I, I, would, I was time. already before taking it on the dragon already. Yeah, now um, it's even better. But do you really think so? Yes. Like, so you don't think that people will shoot it away with like arrows or something? Yes, they will. But, yeah. but now... Let's let's say you let's say you're not playing someone who you you just playing someone who has one cannon. Yeah. Before the cannon hits. Yeah. The cannon wounds because it's two plus. Yeah. yeah. So four so plus ward. There's a four plus ward. It's yeah. four plus or you die. Yeah. This one is like, it hits stopped. 
Yeah, so you mean like the first turn where he, nothing else is in range except for his attack camera. I would love to have this in my okay. Hive Enough army. I would buy this every yeah. time. I mean like... And I for 15 points? Yeah. Every time. This is a bargain. I think that... I mean, it's definitely nice in the sense that now you can and, get and more people, shit and on And people dragon. have to then... If people know you have it, yeah. then they have to commit to shoot your dragon before they shoot the cannon at you. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah, so, you're right. You're right. So and even if it's even if it's like absorbing one hit from a magic missile, then it's still doing something. Yeah. And for fifteen points, it's worth it. Yeah, and I guess I guess your your point is well made in the sense that before it was maybe 30, 35 points, yeah. and then if you fail the four plus ward, it's Doesn't basically worthless. Yeah. So and it's a fifty fifty. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean I'm definitely taking this because I'm playing. I think dragon. this is much better design. It's like the old um, lucky shield or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I wish, I wish I had this in my hub enough on me. Yeah, but you guys are not lucky though. <laughs> just, that's just how it is. And then uh, I guess the other thing that changed in the items, which uh, like I mean, we could uh, uh, talk about straight away, is that the war shrine or bow shrine. Which one is it? I just drink. <laughs> bow shrine, right? Because you don't know. I uh, think. Let's see. Blah 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 blah. Battle, Battle Shrine. Shrine, yeah. So before the Battle Shrine had two options. It either took Ledges of Souls, which was the one which gave you Reckoning, the one that like gives you Veil tokens when stuff dies. Yeah. Or you took a, a Banner, so it's kind of like a BSB. But now instead it says that you are allowed to take either, like you're allowed to take an uh, Artifact or a Banner enchantment for any amount of points on the unit. Okay. What that means is that you can take all of the different artifacts in the words of the Dark Gods book. One of them being Ledger of Souls. Exactly. But you can also take Lord of the Damned now. And Lord of the Damned is the one that lets you re-roll distances for your irredeemable units. So that's like your spawn type of yeah. things, right? And uh, what is nice is that now you don't need to... Uh, it costs 45 points to do that. So it's relatively expensive. But So you don't need to dedicate that on a Sorcerer or like a Doom Lord uh, or something. So you can take it on like the like you special take, Battle Shrine. Yeah, so you just take a normal Battle Shrine, put that on there so you don't use your character allowance to take this item. Okay. I cool. don't know if this has... A, like like it's applicable in a, like a really competitive list, but it's at least an option. I think it is. Because, because the irrede irredeemable units are quite good. The irredeemable... The... Yeah. The irredeemable... <laughs> two bottles of wine the irredeemable units are yeah. doing very well at the moment yeah especially if you're facing uh, elves or something like this right? yeah. because they don't need to roll to hits and they have uh, <laughs> like a uh, high enough strength to <laughs> to like uh, kill toughest yeah. free stuff okay so let's see the exalted herald changed a lot uh, this one I, I like I, I don't have a really clear idea of exactly what's changed like or like a, what the difference it will make in game but I can just go through ex yeah. like what it is so it went to Discipline 9, so if you have this as a general, you have Discipline 9, which is nice. Yeah. It is stubborn, no, it's not stubborn innately, uh, that got removed. It is, uh, what is nice is that before you had to take a specific manifestation in order to take Wrath of God. Yeah. Uh, but now you can always, you get free spells, and you get like to choose on different ones if you have different manifestations, but you always get to choose, but you always have, let's see. But you always get to choose Wrath of God or Hellfire. Hellfire is the hereditary and Wrath of God is the calm down big comet thing. Yeah. Uh, then the uh, abide the first one, Abiding Spirit, which is hard target and recovering health points, didn't change at all. Uh, and like the second second one, which is the fly one, didn't change either. But the Emissary of Chaos gives you D6 stomps now, stubborn and tall. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what tall gives you. Tall makes you like. 
slightly higher than your unit type, which is large, I assume. Yeah, I guess yeah. large, yeah. So you can see over other large things. Yeah, and you get the spell Pentagon of Pain. Which is really nice because yeah. you can heal yourself. Exactly. So this is quite good. Also, the fact that you're stubborn is really yeah. powerful. And also gives you terror, but it just... Just the D6 stumps for me is like... Yeah. I think if you can take this and Unholy Avatar, so that means you D6 stumps to strength 6. Yeah, that's, so... That's like a really nice combo. Unholy Avatar didn't change this plus 1 strength and Divine Attacks yeah. as well as Rock Within. Like if you want a combat character, that's the one. They're the two that you take. Yeah, so... It, and then the, uh, the Sorcerer Immortal didn't really change except that before that one was the one that let you take Hellfire, but now it is uh, simply marked for Doom or Grave Calls for which Occultism. Which is two really good spells. Yeah, which is still really good. But what I really like is the fact that... You also get Veilwalker. Yeah, is that before uh, you like had to choose something to give to get let yourself get Wrath of God, whereas, which is, to me, still one of the best spells, if not the best spell in the yeah. game. And... Uh, like that meant that you were if you wanted to cast magic you were like I'm gonna take this every time and then I choose one other one mm -hmm. whereas now it's more like I always get this so now I get to choose between all these ones which are all pretty good and I'm gonna like I might choose different ones depending, depending on which game I'm in which yeah. is nice and I think I think without going into too much detail on the Exalted Herald I think the way that it's changed yeah. is that now it's much more versatile you can tailor it a lot more to yeah. how you need it. You can go for combat. You can go. You can pretty much choose like different spells and different yeah. different things for whoever you're against. Yeah. And it gives you a lot more options because obviously you choose it during spell selection. Yeah. I, I think it's a much more versatile piece, and I think we're going to see these a lot more on yeah. the on the in the game. Um, did the price change? Uh, not from the last iteration. Uh, so it's still 100, 850 points. So, I mean, but that is uh, that is also like kind of the new price because the, the, the version of this book that was out before hadn't been out for too long, but like a couple of, like yeah. a few months, I think. Uh, but, uh, but basically, so what happened, I think before that, they lost like access to shamanism and wait, went up to 850 points. And then it was in this limbo place where people were a bit unhappy, I think. And now it has become good again yeah i think it's really really good choice in the in the book like you can get lots of different um lots of different uh options and i i think it can be useful in any army yeah and i think i think the design is really nice so next one is the chosen lord any changes apart from the he went, banner he went down very slightly in price to like five points 285 yeah. Sure. And then he so he can take the worst uh, warband standard which we talked about before for only thirty points, mm -hmm. which is uh, is quite cheap. And then like there was some small price changes not yeah. worth going into. Okay. Like the dragon got cheaper. Sure. Uh, I guess we should talk about the war dais did actually change a bit, uh, which is uh, worth talking about. And there's also one more thing about him. But the war dais is the mount, which is where it's like kind of carried on the shield of some other dudes. Yeah. So this one before had some like. Uh, thing called throne of eminence where it like increased your like discipline. range and discipline stuff and that just was removed and the price was decreased which is really nice okay so now it is simply it gives you plus two armor and some extra attacks of the guys beneath but that's about it and you get tall 
And this is, uh, I think this is really nice in the sense that before there was no point in taking it on anybody else that you general, but now you can take like a fighty character on yeah. top of this thing, which is quite cool. Cool, I like it. Yeah, and then the the, uh, the other big thing is that the Gifts of Gods, they added a new gift called Dark Prelate. So this one costs 60 points and it gives you a couple of bound spells to cast. So you gain uh, Spectral Blades, which is the real to Wounds evocation spell, and you get Hand of Glory from Occultism, which is, uh, I think, Reduce Plus ward save. Yeah, it's yeah, that's a war save, yeah. yeah. Unbound spell four slash eight. And the thing and it also when you cast Hand of Glory on your own units, you all automatically get the one where the whole unit gets a ward save. Yeah. So this is quite cool. I'm not exactly sure how you you make it into list, but you basically get a guy who's super fighty, but then he can also cast five plus ward save on your unit as a bound spell. I think it's pretty good. Which is pretty powerful, and especially six, if you sixty points for yeah, two spells. Exactly, especially if you already have a mage with uh, with this spell, and then suddenly you can cast it twice. Yeah, which is pretty powerful. And then, uh, which would make it maybe make it a way to force it through, for example. Yeah, I mean, it, it's expensive. It's a lot of points investment, but it's still nice. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, I think it's up can to also players have it to on a guy and a dragon. Uh, yeah. Ooh, didn't think about that. I actually have another dragon miniature in this bag of plastic next to us. <laughs> Might make a, a fighty guy out of that one. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, then the Doom Lord changed a bit. He got this rule called Master of Destruction, which means that he can use a shield at the same time as he uses a great weapon or a halberd. So he just became a lot more killy while yeah. at the same time being defensive, which is nice. And then he also gained the War Standard and some price changes. But like, I so mean, in general. Just got slightly better. Yeah, slightly better, which is quite nice. Cool. Uh, because he wasn't uh, taking that much more before. So what was nice, is so then the, the sorcerer got like the uh, barbarian type of rules. So he, he became, before he was kind of living in this uh, limbo type of thing where he was not a warrior, but he was also not a barbarian. Yeah. But now he got battle fever, which means that he is re-rolling panic. Now he's and, like a barbarian. Yeah, he's basically a barbarian guy. Yeah. guy and then uh, they like change some prices. Can you take health for No. You can take plate armor though. Yeah, you, you can take plate armor, but it's not truly Hellforge no. armor. You can take a shield. No. No. So you can take pair weapons and Hellforge armor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Barbarian Chieftain didn't change much, just got the war standard price changes. Let's see. So, uh, so this is something that came up in my WTC game. Sure. I got I was like, oh, Warriors of the Dark Gods. This is a good matchup for my elves because I just get to dance around them and yeah. and I have lots of I have alchemy, so loads of AP. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I looked at this list. Okay, yeah, it's fine. It had three or two Feldrax. Yeah. And I was like, oh, easy. This is like a dragon, right? Yeah. That means I can alchemy it to shit. Like, three plus the wound, take it off. Yeah. No worries. I've got my Queen's Guard. I mean, they're wounding on sixes, but it's like AP1. It's only a four up yeah. save. I'll do a few wounds on them. No worries. Yeah. So. Turns out <laughs> that there's this rule called Primal Legend on the Feldrak Ancestor, which is increases the limit of how many legendary beasts you can have to 45%. But while this model is on the board, uh, friendly units may not use uh, flying movements, so that doesn't affect you that much. No, but you guess hatred against them? The or? unburnt special rule. Okay. That means that all flaming attacks have to reroll to wound. Yeah. So my Alchemy spells yeah. are all flaming. My Queen's Guard shoot flaming arrows. Yeah. And all my core units have flaming standards. <laughs> but you can turn the flaming standards off. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm wounding on sixes. So oh, I don't get to reroll yeah, to wound. Yeah, yeah. 
So it was like, oh, like when that, I was like, oh, what does that rule do? <laughs> so th this taught me that I need to learn the rules a lot more. Yeah. I really like these Feldrex. Yeah, I think they got a slight price decrease as well, which is nice. Awesome. <laughs> but let, let's uh, let's take it a bit quicker, maybe. Yeah, I think those those were like really interesting changes because then when you get to warriors, it's more like price changes. Yeah, and that, stuff like price that. changes. Really any, anything that's rules. Uh, let me go through a little bit. So the Primal Legends, that changed to accounts all standard height units as insignificant was removed. Yeah. And the unburnt special rule got changed to ignore everything without unburnt as insignificant. Yeah. So that basically did the same thing. So it's just like a more of a, a little, a small boost. Um... The Barbarian's Discipline was lowered to 7. Yeah. Um, but does, say, is that... that... Well, this is interesting, because this has an effect on occultism. So when you stab your own guys, when you go down to 7, that means you're going to stab 3 guys instead of 2. So you get 3 Veil Tokens every time you stab people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited. So it's actually better. Yeah, it's actually better. <laughs> but can the Barbarians get a champion, which gives them extra uh, discipline? No, because it's not a favorite champion. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I, but I, still, I think the thing is that that is actually better because you would, you just want this unit. Like, if you have a barbarian unit for reckoning, you just want to stab it anyway. So, the the last two changes or the last change was that the flayers gain light armor. So yeah. I guess they get a five up save, and then the option for light lance was added. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so basically, I mean that doesn't make big difference. No. And, and it, everything and else is kind of point changes. I would say most things got a little bit cheaper. I think like some uh, envy favors got like a little bit more expensive because the envy favor got a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, except for cavalry where it got cheaper, and that that's about it. But any in general, I would say the thing that was really surprising about this update was the fact that everything got better, but also everything got cheaper. And you're like, what's going on? Like, this, <laughs> this this doesn't seem like a standard knife edge update. Yeah. Like, so so now you kind of have a book that's quite competitive. Yeah, definitely. And you can I guess you can fit a little bit more in, and it's a little yeah. bit more interesting. Yeah. Perfect. So, has your list changed in three months since you haven't been playing? <laughs> I haven't made a new list yet, but <laughs> it's also I mean it's also the fact that the list I made was kind of a list with malls I want to paint. Yeah. So then I looked at it and I can still basically make the same list, but I can fit a little bit more in, like just slightly more yeah. malls and units. So in that sense, no, it didn't change much. The only thing from like I played this tournament. I guess we haven't talked about that yet. Like I played in a tournament with them where. There was no painting requirements, so I could take my warriors. So I had like a one day of tournament, which was quite nice. And uh, like uh, we got really drunk, we had to play each other on the first game because we showed up late. <laughs> Standard. I think we did talk about this. Yeah, we did talk about it. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I think the thing that changed since then is the fact that I want to take, a, like I'm going to take a unit of barbarians instead of warriors in, in core. Yeah. Because of the stabby occultism magic where you can like actually get veil tokens yeah. in an effective way. Because you kind of need to power the uh, reckoning with with stabbing people, I would yeah. say. Because you don't like, if people know that you get veil tokens from people dying around the war shrine or bow shrine, drink. It's uh, <laughs> it's not gonna like they're not gonna kill people around it. So yeah. so you need to kind of fuel it yourself. Yeah. So I mean that that's essentially what really has changed. Everything else is kind of still the same. Cool. So I think that's the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, just say thank you again. Firstly, to my team Norway yeah. for uh, hosting me and, and uh, making me a part of your team. Really fun tournament at WTC. Yeah. 
Thanks to Frederick and his team for putting the WTC on. It was a great tournament and I would recommend anyone to join in next year if you can get five guys together and get to yeah. Hereford. Fantastic tournament. Yeah, we should definitely try. Yeah, I think next year yeah. I think next year is definitely going to be on my calendar. Yeah. Um, also, thank you to our sponsors, Last Sword Miniatures, yeah. for, for donating to the show and uh, allowing Andy to get some, some new High One Elf characters. And uh, lastly, just uh, check out that Fawns Kickstarter with the, the new Beast Herds models. It's, it's going to be a great, a great uh, way to get into the Ninth Age hobby if you want to start a Beast Herds army. So yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, send me emails to amatimedk at gmail.com. Haven't had any emails for a while, so oh, sad. Tommy Tucker, get yeah, on it. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Apparently he's got a girlfriend now. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. You you and him are in a stiff competition right now. Yeah, for having girlfriends. For having girlfriends oh, at the wow. same time. Nice. <laughs> it's just interesting competition. <laughs> but yeah, send us some emails. We want to hear what you think about the show and uh, just get in touch with us. We'll read yeah. it out. Otherwise, we can find uh, me at uh, ECHUNI on the forum or on Twitter. And I am Henry P. Miller. Hey, easy.